Providence, Rhode Island. This is your station, your music, the world famous. WXIN. Providence, Rhode Island, USA. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the stadium experience with your host, Jake Elmsley, the show where we talk about the latest and greatest happenings in the world of sports right here on 90.7 WXIN. I am back from the holiday, from the Sons of Hawaii, from the strips of Las Vegas. I come back to you all. I'm bursting, bursting over with opinions on everything. It's really hard for me to go that long without really getting to to, to vent publicly, I suppose. Jordan Moma is here alongside me. He's going to be listening to these opinions. He's going to be trying to rebuttal them, even. Maybe argue them. Maybe agree with them. I don't know. We're going to see. <laughs> Always a mystery here, but we're here. Contrary to what some people on campus might want me to be. We're here. And if you want to chime in on any of the topics, it's basically going to be all NFL today. Patriots, Chargers, Wild Card Wednesday, coaching hires. We want to get into this. I know it's a little late, but we do want to do a little wrap-up on the 20... 20- 18 regular season, do some NFL awards, your own predictions, your own opinions, etc., etc., etc. But if you want to call on any of that, or you have some basketball takes, or God forbid, an MOB free agency take, don't be afraid to call in 401 456 9946 or at 401 456 8787. Or go on Facebook, go on the Stadium Experience Facebook page, and check out the Mike Kane Memorial live stream, which is up and running, running smoothly right now. Anyway, though, with all that out of the way, you are listening to the Stadium Experience with Jake Elmsley on 90.7 WXIN, and we are going to dive right in here. And hello, Jordan. Hello. We haven't spoken in a month, correct? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Absolutely. It's, it's, we only interact during the show. Yep. I know we make that very clear every time, but it's- 100%. It's, how we, it's what we think is the thing that keeps our chemistry smooth. Yep. If we get too f- familiarity breeds um, poor chemistry, I think is what they say. Yep. If I, uh, if I see you on campus, I literally walk by you and ignore you exist. I, I'm glad. It's professional. Yep. I know you're doing it for the program. Mm-hmm. I know you're doing it for the good of the program, and I appreciate that. <laughs> for the good of my child. <laughs> for the, <laughs> I know you're doing it for that. So it's good. No, it's why I think, you know, married couples should only see each other, like, maybe once every, like, three months. Mm-hmm. Like, you should never talk to your boss, ever. Like, everybody should just operate very independent of each other, except for when they need to interact. Because mm-hmm. that way, never any conflict. Chemistry is great. Everything's good. You always have something to talk about. Can you imagine? Great to have people you see only once every month. But anyway, though. Be a bit of a mess. <laughs> but anyway, I've, I'm done with pleasantries, Jordan. Time yep. to talk some, some sports here. Because obviously, you know, I, I kind of hate when winter break falls because it's always, like, right at, like, the best time of year for the opinions. Yeah, the college football championship. Yeah, I mean, obviously the NFL season ending, ending playoffs starting. A lot of football going on in the world. And you know, I'm last year I tried bringing the show to Hawaii. We had the stadium experience in the in the sunshine. That went okay. I got yelled at a lot though at my hotel, so I decided not to do it this year. Why did you get yelled at your hotel? I was sitting on the on the deck and talking loudly about like. The, the Jesse James touchdown catch ruling. And people just didn't want to hear it. People just weren't having it. It was like 10 a.m. So I just <laughs> I decided not to do it this year. But. Should have did it on the beach? I tried. But it was actually raining the day I did it. So I was just sitting there. It was gray in the background. I tried to set it up with like to be the beach in the background. It just didn't work. It just didn't work. 
I mean, I was able to like I was able to do a pretty good show, which I was surprised by. Like, it felt like it was a pretty decent episode. Like, I talked for like an hour and a half, just by myself. Like, no frills, no music, no no sound bites. You know, you know. Obviously, this is usually a very very overly produced show. Yep. <laughs> My longtime listeners, this show is usually more than just you know forty five minute segments of me talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> usually, I have a lot more going on here. Usually, at least I talk with music in the back for like five seconds or something. But anyway. So that so we didn't do that this year, but you know, so to the pride of the syringe of my Twitter followers, my Twitter goes wild this time of year. Yep. Because a I have the time, and b I have the opinions that I can't express any other way. So this is like when I get into like threads, entire and fundamental like, arguments, yeah. and I'm just like replying to like writers and stuff. <laughs> I'm just like blowing up like Evan Lazar's timeline and just, 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 just bad for everybody. Just bad for everybody that I'm not in front of a microphone. Frankly, frankly, it's like society kind of slows down. But yep, it does. But it's just also just the holidays. Anywho, we're gonna move on from that, and we're gonna move into. We'll start with this, and we'll move down. Because like I said, it's gonna be all 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 football today, mainly NFL. I have I have a college football thought that you kind of tie into the NFL. You know, I don't really. But anyway, football today. So if you're a football fan, stay tuned. If you're not a football fan, stay tuned anyway. I want you. I want you just as bad. Mm-hmm. I want you just as bad. But so the Patriots opponent is set. The Patriots on Sunday, at, Saturday, at, no Sunday, Sunday at 1 p.m. will be facing off against the San Diego Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, my God, you're right. Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. The, fit, you. the 15th football team in Los Angeles. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yes, one of the many, the, many, the many thriving football teams in Los Angeles. Yep. So the L.A. Chargers, they will be playing them. And looking at this game, looking at this team, kind of a big overview first. This is probably the second best team in the conference, for one thing. I don't think it's unfair to say that, Jordan. Do you? No. Do you consider do you consider the Chargers the second best team in the conference? Second best, if not the best. But oh, you say it's better than the Chiefs. Okay, fair. Like that's a fact. Like it's a toss up between them and the Chiefs. I feel like. Uh, well, I think they charge them to play much better than the Chiefs right now. You see, and that's fair. Like I'm saying, like it's <laughs> yeah. a toss up. Mm-hmm. So like that puts them up there. And I don't think the Patriots are in there. W- I think they're in there with them. But I like I would I would put them ahead. But you know I want to get to. You know, I want to. Like I'm trying to do the broad overview right now. It's this is a team. This is a serious team for the Patriots to play. This is really the worst case scenario for the Patriots, frankly. They kind of yeah. got screwed. Well, they didn't get screwed over here because they get, you know, I'm not trying to say like, oh, the Patriots, God, like they didn't get screwed over. Like they, they, they got a competent divisional round opponent, which we'll get into the history of that later on in the show. But, <laughs> but the, the, you know, they could have had the Ravens who I thought were a great matchup, but then after seeing them in that division, in that wild card game. Yeah, would have actually liked to have played them. I think could have had the Texans, who yeah, after that wild card game. Yep. And yeah, the Patriots end up with the with the worst case scenario, which is they're playing the Chargers, which also you know goes goes to the Patriots uh, losing some of those stupid winnable games they should have had. Yep. You know, there's you at least three of them. You know, you don't give up that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those some of those stupid winnable games you could have won. So maybe you know you're not in this position, but. You know, you you don't let Miami score on that last play. You 
you have the tiebreaker of the Chiefs, and you're playing the Colts right now. Which, by the way, doesn't seem like that easy of an out right now, but nevertheless. Yeah, Colts, Colts. Uh, we'll talk about that later. They found something. I do want to talk ad nauseum about the Colts later, but I have it right in here in the rundown. But this is a serious Chargers team. This team, this Chargers team, is a lot better, is not a lot better, but it's better than the Patriots in a lot of areas. I'll say most areas. Now, to get it out of the way for you Patriots fans out there who are just seething somehow <laughs> at the mere mention of the fact that team might be better than the Patriots. The Patriots have some key. The Patriots probably have the biggest, have the advantages in the biggest areas. Mm-hmm. I'd say the Patriots have the better head coach. Yes. By a mile. And this yes. is not, not, a, not a slight on Anthony Lynn, who I thought was a stupid hire at the time. Turns out I'm dumb and he's actually working out fine. But we'll get to that. You know, I think almost every head coaching hire is stupid. Like, <laughs> in fair, I usually basically hate every head coaching hire. Which we're going to do a whole segment on what where, who, what I think you shouldn't hire a guy to be a head coach, which really what I think about it is everybody. But, and I'm usually right, in defense. If you look at every head coaching hire and you go, that's a bad hire, you're, you're right more than you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, Definitely. You think like eight of the, you think that five of the guys they end up hiring of these eight teams are going to work out? No. Exactly. So you're, so you most of them will be gone in five years. You're going to bad over 50%. I feel like if you just go bad, bad, bad every time. But I don't do that. Like, I don't do that intentionally. But anyway, Anthony is a good coach, but you have the advantage. Like, it's Bill Belichick. Yeah. You know, even if he's had an off year, whatever you want to say, they have Bill Belichick. Like, they have the advantage at quarterback mm-hmm. in Brady. Guy with playoff experience. Once again, we're going to talk about Philip Rivers in a little bit. But yeah. Who has beat Phil Rivers multiple times yeah, in I, similar positions. Which uh, doesn't really put much stock in, but we'll talk about that. Yep. But yes, you have the advantage at head coach. You have home field, which for whatever reason matters. It's the only thing that matters, honestly. It is. And it shouldn't. I don't know why it matters. I really don't know why. Now, talk about the weather in a second, but I don't know why it matters. I really don't. Like you, 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 you kind of start to wonder like wh- why teams can't come here and beat the Patriots. Uh, like, well, because because Gillette's in a very weird position. It's like where do you like? I didn't. This is is a whole like sort of atmosphere. Well, why though? Like because like Gillette's just like in the middle of nowhere. Why does that matter? A lot of these stadiums in the middle of nowhere. Like, not really. Why do they care? Why do most <laughs> most stadiums are like in cities. What do you think? What do you think these teams? Actually, they, I think they, every city they drive. They drive through Foxborough. Like, oh god, is, oh, what are we doing here? And they're like, oh, we can't. I play. mean, that's what happens every time I drive through Foxborough. And what? They're like, ah, oh, I can't play anymore. Like, ah, oh, I forgot the game plan. Like, it's it's like it's a turn off. Like, I don't, I don't know, what, but the turn off makes you play badly. Like, I, th- it's, I think it's the whole sort of game preparation. Like, you sort like, of it's just not like it's Arrowhead where you're like, oh yeah, it's like deafening there. Like, there's actually, like, a physical advantage. Or it's... Any, yeah, it's any, loud. Any, any dome stadium. A stadium being loud is the only... Re- yeah, or a dome. But, like, domes kind of make everybody better, so... I don't know. I think it's just the whole mindset you get into before yeah. you go and play a game. Like, you sort of, like... Against the Patriots, like... Yeah, like, you like, okay, you're sort of, like, trapped there. Like, there's nothing to think about it. There's really yeah. nothing to do. I, I guess. You just have to, like, stare down the fact that you're playing one of the greatest teams in NFL history. I, I guess... Like if you were playing L.A., then there's there's plenty of stuff to be distracted by. Yeah, yeah, that you, that's you, you, different. Can, you can run away from it, but like See, here, it's field, like though. that's you know that's the yeah. But the solution to that is you just lock the hotel rooms at night. Like 
you, you, you put a piece of tape over the door so that way you know if they get out. It's like, hey, Melvin Ingram, the tape was broken. You were you left after curfew. <laughs> I know. Said you went to go do cocaine and eat Korean food, which I imagine is all there is to do in Los Angeles. I, I imagine there's much more to do in Los Angeles than do cocaine and eat Korean food. I hate Los Angeles as a city. I've been there. I despise it. But I mean, well, yeah, because the smog just, and half the state's on fire. Yes. I hate it. But yeah. anyway, so. Maybe it's safer that they play in Foxborough. <laughs> Better for their health. Yeah. Like, oh, God, thank God we can finally breathe. Like, <laughs> Philip Rivers won't move his kids down to L.A. Like, he refused. Like, he, do you, have you read about that? Like, he drives back to his house every night, which is still in Santa Clara. He drives, like, three, he has, like, a three-hour commute every day. Like, he leaves and he has this whole, like, he has, do you ever see this? I know I've told you about this. Yeah. He has, like, a van set up with, like, a film room in the back. And he drives home and does his film then to go to go like wish like his like fifteen kids good night. Another one on the way. Truly a family man. Yeah, like you like you ever you ever see see Horton hears a who? Yep. Like when he's in the when he has a table with all his kids coming in. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a weird reference to make, but yeah. On like a conveyor belt so you can say something every yeah, that's Philip Rivers coming home from his film van. <laughs> that's Philip Rivers getting out of his van. <laughs> Trying to raise an army of good Christians. But anyway, so home field matters for whatever reason now that being said i don't know how much it matters when you're dealing with this chargers team which has been immaculate on the road yes for a lot of the season they went into arrowhead and they won they went you know to pittsburgh and won uh, that's not that's not much of an accomplishment this season. i mean the patriots couldn't do it yeah. I get, it, but it, it was a, <laughs> like it was a big spot for them. Okay, like yeah, that yeah, was yeah. like a pr- like a big spot for them. Like that was like the game where we were like, okay, is this charge? I remember like right before it, we're like, okay, is this Chargers team serious? Like we'll know after this game. True. You know, and then they won that game. We're like, okay, they're for real. And then we found out that the Pittsburgh Steelers were just actually imploding. Yes, but still, like I I I, I still like I I give them credit for it. Still, I I, I, I I do too. You know, and the Patriots still lost to them. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe the fact I think that's a bad loss. I I, I don't know. I'm I mean, not, well, well, now in, in hindsight to, we say it is, but we didn't know what yeah, was I'm going on gonna, at the I time. Mean, I mean, it was a terrible loss for the Patriots, but I'm not gonna yeah. try to enforce like a hundred and ten. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not gonna make it like a flow chart of like what my of all my takes because that's just gonna take too long and just gets too weird and I can't say anything. Anyway, so not that we don't strive for consistency, but still, like they've been great on the road, so. Do they come in here? Do you envision this team coming? Because last year they played the Patriots at home, and it was kind of, it's kind of one of those like mid like October like one p.m. games that you barely remember. It was like an Iron Eagle game. Yeah, you barely remember it. <laughs> like those 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 weird one p.m. Patriots games that you just watch in a weird place. You barely remember them. You know what I'm talking about? Like you, I, I know you, exactly you, what you're you, talking you about. You talk about it the next day. You completely yeah. You talk about it like, completely forget about it. Like but yeah, there's major games. It's also Halloween next week. That's what we're really focusing on on the entire month of October. But like they came in here and they they played fairly well. I mean they only yeah was, I got the score up here. I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, it was on the 29th. It was right before Halloween. It was two days. Okay, before Okay, see there. That's the reason why. Two days before it gets spooky. Yep. What did we have get spooky that year? What did we have get spooky last year? Uh, the Fet. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, so they came in and it was a twenty-one thirteen game. It was 
kind of one of those like it's kind of one of those ho hum games like it really did anything but like the I, the point I'm trying to make I guess is that I don't like I I couldn't I can see them like not being like at least like frightened or like phased by you know being in Gillette which is not to say I think they'll win or lose but it's just like I don't think like that's gonna factor in like, I don't think we're going to see that, like, deer in headlights factor, I guess, that you get with some teams that come into Gillette. Be it in the playoffs or whenever, like, I don't think you're going to see that. Like, I don't think they're going to not look ready. Or at least they're not going to not look ready, and I'm not going to feel like it's because of that. Then I'll talk about Anthony Lynn. But, <laughs> no, because, like, they've been, they've been a great road team this year. The Patriots have not been a good road team, but, like, they've been a great road team this year. So, I don't know. I don't think they're going to suddenly come into Gillette and then be like, ah, the Patriots! You know, like they like they just went on the road and played the number one defense in the NFL. Yep. And weren't phased at all. Then, you know, people try to bring up the, the travel. That's, that's a six hour flight. You can keep that off. You're on a private jet, like Yeah. Like like you fly in the TF Green, you drive you drive. Then I'm flying in the TF Green. I mean, I mean that, well, that's the fast way to get there. Yeah, it's flying in like a private landing strip somewhere. I guess. Or at least like they're, they're flying in the TF Green, but they're not like then getting off the plane like walking the baggage claim. <laughs> True. <laughs> like they're getting off the plane, they're taking their luggage. Oh, they're taking their duffel bag because only here for two days. Yep. You know they're taking Phil Rivers' bag of bolo ties and ten tablets so he can FaceTime all his kids at the same time. <laughs> well, doesn't doesn't uh Apple has that the 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 multiple? It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. Face, all uh, the screens would be too small. <laughs> They'd be too small. You have to face all the kids individually. Are you kidding me? You'd be like, okay, uh, child number six. Yeah, which one are you? I can't, I can't tell. It'd be like a wall of sound coming at him from the thing. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be a nightmare. Yeah, probably like what having ten kids is like. Yeah, I don't I don't know how he can do that. Maybe like, that's why. So maybe that's why they're so good on the road now. Showbird is like ah. No, no kids. <laughs> I get to relax. So I don't have to remember all their names. Yeah, he's like he's, he probably loves these, loves these work trips. It's like gets to leave every other weekend. Oh no, nah, he's he's a man that loves his kids. But yeah, maybe that's why he plays so well. Like, I, mean, I mean, yeah, he does. Doesn't have the stresses of fatherhood. The, the break might help. Like, clearly, he does. Like clearly, he doesn't want the break though, because like I said, he refuses to move to L.A. or like stay in L.A. during the season. Like just refuses to. Like during camp, he's driving. He won't even stay there for like the two weeks of camp. That's, that's a man who wants to be around his kids, wants to watch them all grow up. Which is crazy because you have that many kids. Like, you don't have to watch them all grow up. Yeah, you, can, you can miss a couple. Like how many? Like how many times do you have to see your kid get his driver's license? Like really? Like, <laughs> like, like, like you just gonna see the same mile? How, I, mean, I guess in his case, is he? What, what is he? Do they get it confirmed? Whatever he is. What kind of Christian is he? I don't even know. I don't know, like whatever, whatever, like religious coming of age ceremony he has. I'm sure there's one, but you see it ten times for every single one of your kids. Hey, it doesn't lose its luster after like kid number four. Imagine that, like, <laughs> like can you imagine having ten kids and still being like hyped up for like the eighth kid's like whatever, like eighth kid's milestone? <laughs> like was it prom? You're like, okay, fine, one photo, boom, thanks, bye. I don't do this for time number actually time number sixty. I don't know. Like you get my point. Like, <laughs> well, actually, if you get the if you get the prom, it gets to the point where you don't have to buy clothes anymore. Like, oh, hey, that's true. That's true. So you can just wear your sister's dress. That's true. But no, but I'm saying like you know what do you do? Do you get like all jazz? I mean, I guess like you, you, you get, get a, I don't know, Philip Rivers. 
the mom, or maybe the dad. I don't know. Like, do you get jazzed up the eighth time? Are you really that excited? What, graduation the eighth time? I mean, I guess they're all homeschooled. Oh. Yeah, especially when your wife is the one who's teaching them. Oh, bless her. Yeah. Wow, wow my wife gave you a diploma. Yeah, wow, you did great. She said that you're the valedictorian, sweetie. <laughs> You beat your twin brother this time. <laughs> yeah, your brother's only come to Lardhead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you pronounce it. My Latin's terrible. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, yeah, maybe that's why they're good on the road. I don't know. Like, but back to it. So I don't think the home field should make a difference. But, like, the Patriots have the advantage. Like, oh, this is a league where the coaching quarterback usually win. Like, if you get two teams that are close, at least me, I'm usually going to go with the coaching quarterback. Like, whoever has, like, the, the net advantage there, usually. Like, I just feel like like that, that like, like that's weighted. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like you go, well, quarterback is one point, head coach is one point, then D-line is one point, like, outside linebacker is one point. Like, no, like, the quarterback and coach are just worth more. If we, if we, try, if we, try to, if we just try to, like, mathematically break down who's going to win a game. If we were to do it that way, I would I would weight coaching quarterback more. So the Patriots have the advantage there. But outside of that, then it's kind of a struggle to figure out where the Patriots have advantages. So let's try to figure out where the Patriots have advantages, Jordan. So we'll go down the line. So O line, I think is even. I think it's fairly even. I don't know. I'm not gonna look at the numbers. Like I, I, I don't, I don't think the Chargers have a standout O line. I think the Patriots O line has been good this year. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, maybe I could find numbers that would substantiate either side, but like knee jerk, like I don't think it's like a defi- like a definitive like advantage either way. Come on, we're supposed to be responsible and look at numbers. No, but like, but like I, I, I would see it. Like I feel like I would have observed it by now. You know, we're supposed to do research. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> bringing factual information into no, this. But seriously, like, like I. Anyway, so wide receiver, I mean, Chargers. Yeah. By like a mile. <laughs> but, but as somebody who had Mike Williams on his bench every week this year in fantasy, they're doing okay there with Keenan Allen. Like, they, they do Travis Benjamin, who returned, to, I'm pretty sure Travis Benjamin returned a punt or a kickoff last, last time they played. Like, the Chargers had the advantage too. Tight end. Patriots had the advantage. Hunter Henry's coming back. Is, is Gronk playing? Yeah, he's playing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, the the shell of Rob Gronkowski is playing. <laughs> the, but the Android Android Gronkowski. But yeah, the um, I mean Hunter Henry's going to try and play. I I don't know how big, I don't know what that's going to do for them. Probably something. I, I don't know. Like he tore his ACL in camp and I, I don't I I don't know. I'm not like I'm going to give the Patriots the edge in tight end. You know, Gronk has had a very down year, but yeah, like I'll, I'll give them the edge in tight end. Running backs, ah, I'm going to give that to the Chargers. Yeah. You know, Sony Michelle and James White or Eckler and Melvin Gordon. Like, Now, Melvin Gordon might not be healthy. He didn't practice today. It was only a walkthrough, but, yeah, I mean, God, last time they played, Melvin Gordon opened the game with, like, a 70-yard touchdown. Which like, I'm not trying to draw too much from, like, the last year mid-October Patriots-Chargers matchup. So I probably should stop bringing it up because I don't really put that much stock in it. I don't know why I keep bringing it up, but just, you know, know, it's easy to bring up, I guess. But I don't really put that much stock in it because they're both entirely different teams, entirely different situations. So, uh, it's all of offense. Then you move to D. I mean, D-line. I mean, come on. Come on now. I think defense is all charger. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. That's well, D line all charges. Linebacker, linebacker. I mean, I'm, I'm saying I'm still the, saying the linebackers I'm are kind of banged up. Like I, I, I'd be willing to go like that. That that's a wash. But like, it doesn't matter because like both these teams play a ton of like nickel and dime anyway. So like, the secondary I think is a conversation. I mean, I also lean Chargers on the secondary because they have two all pros in the secondary. Patriots secondary then I mean they have one JC Jackson has had a good year apparently like it turns out JC Jackson has had actually a very good year so I guess that goes at those takes on him but so Patriots got a contribution out of a rookie surprisingly so that's one that's what that is one you got washed that entire hot take you're right I do you're right you gotta, well, throw, it you got, you gotta throw it out the window it was an undrafted free agent so it wasn't a draft oh pick. Jesus so it wasn't a draft okay pick. so it still stands so it wasn't a draft pick. I mean, come on. It still stands. Draft picks, come on. You, <laughs> Never mind. You, you you don't think an undrafted free agent is going to be good when you bring them in. So don't try to tell me that. that was, uh, you know, so Never Jesus. mind. They just pan out sometimes if you're lucky. Yeah, no, undrafted. That doesn't count. That's not a draft pick. No. Doesn't count. Doesn't Absolutely count. doesn't count. Completely Does not different. count. But anyway, so. Yeah, yeah but the secondary, I mean, yeah, the secondary thing is a comment. I do go, I do lean charges as well because like. Yeah, like they have Derwin James. You got, you got. I mean, Casey Hayward. I don't know. If Casey Hayward's had a good year. I, I, I don't know. If I'm being honest, like I don't. I, but I assume he has because like they, they've been good, and he's a good player. So, like I, I, I probably should have done the research on that because I was thinking this yesterday. I don't know if he's actually had a good year, but he's. Probably a good year. I mean, Desmond King, who I loved in the draft, by the way, everybody. I was all in on Desmond King, and then he kept falling and kept falling, and I was like, Patriots, draft Desmond King, and then two years later, he's an all-pro. So I nailed that one. I nailed that one. I, I guess you did. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't refute you. So yeah, I nailed that one. <laughs> you nailed it. Jake. I was all in on Desmond King. You only got to hear about the hits. <laughs> only got to hear about the hits, everybody. That's all that matters. The ones I was right about. I was right about Desmond King. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, everybody. And also, there's a fact that the Patriots haven't actually played good against any team that has a quarterback um, and a wide receiver core. That's a lie. They played good against the Packers. They played good against. They played good against the Chiefs. They played good against... I mean, I'm not going to go that far. They played good against the Vikings. Uh, they, we, we we can argue the Vikings. No, that, that, was, that <laughs> was probably the most complete game the team's played all year. Like, the offense wasn't, like, explosive. But, like, overall, like, as a team, they played well. Like, oh, and by that logic, like, they didn't play well as a team against the Chiefs. Because the defense let up 40 points. But had to kept pace with them. I mean, yeah, but like if you're letting up 40 points to the Chiefs, you're going to probably let up 40 points to the Chargers. Eh, they they were scoring in bunch. That was like a no. Anyway, that's that was, that, was, that was a shootout, so it doesn't count. No, no, it's just like a that's uh, just a weird transitive property. I try not to get I'm trying not to do like the whole transitive property take thing right now. Okay. I just feel like that's just that's just <laughs> that's just, that's just an anomaly. No, it's just it's just a hard way to talk cuz then you can just talk yourself in circles like we usually end up doing here. Yeah. You just you're just trying to like run your take through every possible scenario for a little while. Anyway, so now and also to divvy that the fork it's supposed to snow, isn't it? Uh, like there is a forecast for snow in that game. I'm I'm hearing rumors of snow. Patriots forecast. So that's that's the New like England the, forecast. So it may there snow. There is there is a forecast for snow. And 
this is the forecast for Sunday. Supposed to be 29, between 29 and 16. Mm-hmm. And there's supposedly supposed to be snow. What's the and percentage chance? I don't know. Okay. But I'd say that works in the Patriots' favor. I would like to. Now, also, though, I kind of feel like the Chargers are a better running team if they were to commit to it than the Patriots are. If anything, just because I like Melvin Gordon more than I like Sony Michelle, even though he was a waste of a first-round pick because he's a running back. Just, I think you're just holding that but against Sony Michelle. But he's still a better running back than Sony Michelle. Who was also a first-round pick he as a running a, back. Yes. But the battle of the two evils. But no, uh, yeah, it is honestly. <laughs> Either way, a first round running back wins, and it's very upsetting to me. But anyway, <laughs> or Sony Michelle is a non factor in the Patriots win, and then ooh la la. Then you're still you're right. Either way, ooh la la. We're in we're in here Wednesday. But anyway, like if it if it becomes a really snowy game, like I, I like it. Like, it benefits the Patriots. Like, I'm probably reaching because, like, that's, like, the... Like, I'm not going to also get to look, oh, they don't know how to play in snow because it's L.A. Like, ah. They've all played in snow at some point. I'm I sure. Mean, I think it's harder to play in during constant forest fire than it is to play in snow. Yeah. <laughs> when you're actually physically having trouble <laughs> to breathe. Like, Phil Rivers' splits in snow and cold weather are honestly fine. Like, Melvin Gordon played in Wisconsin. It's cold in Wisconsin. It snows a lot in Wisconsin. It snows in Wisconsin. Like, like they've seen snow before. Yeah, like <laughs> you're all gonna see snow for the first time. Yeah. yeah, not not every not every college player plays at like USC in Alabama. Like Joey Bose <laughs> is gonna be like, oh boy, what's this, Papa? Oh, can we can we go make snow angels? I've never seen snow before. Like no, no, they they they're fine. They they're adults. It's like rain but puffy. Desmond King's going to be running outside with a sled on game day. Like, I don't want to play today. I want to go sledding with the other boys. Is school closed today, Mama? <laughs> oh, gathered around the radio. Philbert <laughs> <laughs> his kids, oh, they got to go to school because school's in their house. Yeah. They get gypped on that. Yeah. But they're also in, L- in San Diego, so I don't think it's snowing anyway. I'm definitely not checking the forecast in San Diego. But yeah. <laughs> Catch at Keenan Allen's just all hyped up to like go ice skating. <laughs> Has to check if the river's frozen. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> NFL snow day. But anyway, so. <laughs> but anyway, so. I mean, that's a factor. Like, that is a factor. But I don't think, like, I don't, I don't think if it snows, you, you can just be like, oh, Patriots win. Like, there are scenarios where I can kind of understand that. I don't think this is one of them. I don't know why. I mean, do you agree with that? Like, Well, I, I don't think the Patriots are going to win this game at all, honestly. Uh, gosh, just stop. Uh, uh, Not okay. there yet. Right, what? Hold on, we'll keep milking this one, Jake. <laughs> A while. <laughs> you read the rundown. <laughs> you have the rundown. There is more there. But, and then, you know, one more factor in this game. Well, not one more factor, but like another factor in this game is like how motivated is Philip Rivers? right now and do you think that matters because do you think philip rivers gets another shot of the championship after this no realistically no or um, i just i i mean maybe but you, th- you think he's thinking that like you think he you know after all these years he's had we just had like 
mountains of talent and for some reason the team just implodes on itself i think he's like oh no no it, 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 you know i'm 37 it's only the start we're only just getting started the pr16 methods coming out soon yeah no about. like i he can play till he's 45 PR17, right? excuse me yeah anybody can if you just eat avocados but anyway and you stretch a lot yep stretching is important sit-ups chin-ups and plenty of juice yep but anywho so that's how you go super saiyan but anyway so picturing philip rivers training in like 10 times gravity now <laughs> on his way to namek just trying to get his trying to get trying to get his seed strong yep it's got to be working all the time getting ready to pull out ko ken times 10 <laughs> but anyway so so i mean like i i feel like that's at least like a factor in this and like not to say like brady isn't motivated but I don't know, like, it, it's probably, like, it's it's a different kind of motivation. You know, like, coming but, in. But here's the difference, though. The Chargers is a good enough team for Phillip Rivers to just play average, and they can still beat the Patriots, probably. That, okay, that much, I mean, that's a fair point about it. Yes. And also, Tom Brady's going to have to be extra. How much do you trust Phillip Rivers in a big spot? Like, in fairness, like, Phillip Rivers is kind of an enigma. In, like when you're talking about quarterbacks, I feel like like Philip Rivers is like kind of like the test study. It's got like the case study for like how we discuss the legacy of quarterbacks. He's the control. Like assuming that like they don't win, like or at least like you're just you're just only talking up to this point. Like Philip Rivers is kind of like a great case study because yeah, like they haven't won anything. But he has a lot of records, like a lot of guys. Like I know we did like the whole Carson Palmer argument a while back. Mm -hmm. But like I almost feel like Carson Palmer isn't as good of a case study because like I just think he's kind of bad. I thought Vinny T was the case study. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> like that's just like mocking, like basing it on stats. But like Philip Rivers has like actually like been good. I think like, I think he's been better than Car. I think he's like a better player than Carson Palmer. But yeah, like the resume is not any different. Like if you're just looking at the resume. Well, I mean, the resume is different if you're like, oh, well, he only played for one team. That's a big deal. That means nothing. That's a big deal to people for some reason. But, like, like Phil Rivers is going to make the Hall of Fame. Like, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Like, he'll make the Hall of Fame very quickly. Maybe first ballot Hall of Famer. But Him and Vinny T. Yeah, exactly. Him and Vinny T. But Philip Rivers, yeah, he's like, in, like, it's like when we tried to do that thing. We tried to rank all the quarterbacks in the last 20 years. Like, where do you put Phil Rivers? It's just, like. I think he's a better player than Eli. 100%. But I rank Eli in front of him if I'm ranking quarterbacks. Uh, like, I feel like you just have to because Eli's, like, done it. Yeah. Did it when it matters. Like, who cares if you were, like, good in November a bunch of times? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's like... So it doesn't I, matter if your career utterly just fell apart. Exactly. Like, I kind of, like, put Eli in... Like, like is that in... Like, like it's definitely in Philip Rivers' head. Like, I'm sure, like, if you told us Philip Rivers, would be like... Oh, yeah, I haven't won in the postseason. You're right. That is the one thing I haven't done in my career. I didn't think about it. That. Like, I'm sure he's thinking about it. But, like, you get, like, does it actually, like, affect him positively, basically? Or does it make him panicky? Like, I I don't. I don't think I don't think he should be panicky. But I just, like, does it, like, <laughs> well, no, but does it make him kind of, like, you know, like, tighter, I guess? Like, is he, like, like I got to win? Like, if I don't win, like, my legacy is, I don't have a legacy, like. I don't think Philip River cares about legacy if he's driving three hours 
to to practice every day. I don't think I think he has I think he has his priorities in order. <laughs> he's obviously made some decisions and he's come to terms with some things. In all honesty, Dude, dude's not willing to 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 live near to to rent an apartment near the practice facility. Yeah. He doesn't like L.A. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. <laughs> so, I think he's just, he's just going to go out and throw no, the ball. That's a good point. Football's not really his priority, is it? Yeah. Football's not really Philip. Okay, that's that's a strong point, Jordan. <laughs> I mean, that probably works in his favor then. then yeah, yeah. Then he's just, he's just, so he has no pressure going into this. Where Tom Brady, he has a lot of pressure on him. It, I, I don't know, though. I don't know how much pressure Tom Brady has. Because, I mean, like, I, I don't want to get into, like, gigantic, like, Patriots legacy well, well, you know how it's going to go. Like, right. they lose, and then you're going to be watching first take I the mean, next like, day. Yeah, like, memesters are going to be all over. Like, the, like, then know, then the, Stephen the, A., Max you know, Kellerman like, are going to be very articulate. The, the anti-Patriots, like, Twitter crowd is going to come out and draw. Like, I'll get a bunch of texts. Yep. Like, ah, the Patriots suck. So but they're like, washed up. It's not like it's going to, like, affect, like, Brady's legacy. Like, Brady could retire tomorrow, and, like, they'd be like, ah, that's the best of all time. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm sure Brady wants to win. Like I'm sure Brady's not thinking that either. Brady's probably like punching himself in the face somewhere right now, to, like get motivated for this game or something, or he's just watching like he's just watching Super Bowl Fifty One a bunch of times on loop. <laughs> he's just watching that game over and over again. Mm. But or maybe Tom Brady thinking about spending time with his kids. I don't think he's thinking about spending. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe he wanted to do it in the Ooh. off season. Yeah, you know, think about think about what he's gonna do during OTAs next year. Ooh. Think about what vacation he's gonna. Fatherhood's go- creeping up on him. He's, his kids are growing up. He's booking. He's, he's booking. not seeing them grow up, <laughs> unlike Philip Rivers. <laughs> so who's who's really gonna win in the end, Jake? <laughs> Who, who's really gonna win in the end? <laughs> <laughs> This now, is more than Philip Rivers and, and Tom Brady's kids in like 20 years will they play a game against each other? Yeah. But then, to be course, the way through the game is Tom Brady going to raise a kid to like take out Nick Foles? Say, kid? yes, you won, you won the Super Bowl, but I saw my kid's ballet recital. So, who it re- was in my house for my other kids. My kids never, if you told me that Philip Rivers' kids never left their compound, I believe you. If you tell me that I have never seen the light of day. I believe you. <laughs> they just look out windows. Yeah, like they've never like left a compound. Like they get everything they need there. They get schooled there. They have their like the dances are just like with the rest of the siblings. <laughs> I would a hundred and ten percent believe you. I would need no source. I'd believe it and I'd report it. <laughs> I would have to be like, all right, it's a Dang. fact. Philip Rivers is out here with his kids. Just somebody needs to hire me to write this narrative. They're starting a country, like yeah, the nation state of Rivers. Philip Toria, like <laughs> two men who sacrificed everything for the game, but now their careers are coming towards the end, and now they have nothing but their legacy and kids. They yeah, have nothing left but legacy. Yeah, it's sad because Brady and Manning's careers couldn't end up, couldn't, couldn't kind of sync up that way. <laughs> <laughs> what a sh- like, like yeah. Now we got to be like, oh, Philip Rivers is like the old, the old warhorse clashing with Brady. Like ah, <laughs> I don't have to say. Like, don't you wish this was Peyton? Wouldn't it be a lot better than Peyton Manning right now? A little bit. It'd be a lot better. Dramatically, yes. Yeah, but now we're like ah. Oh. But you got you got oh, yeah. Brady's old rival, Philip Rivers. <laughs> Even Roethlisberger would be better. Like, <laughs> even Roethlisberger would be better. Like, there is like a rivalry there. But nah, like we hear like Philip River. Remember that rematch with that one AFC Championship game when they're from '06. Tra- yeah, when the Chargers won like fourteen and two. When the when, when Brady threw three picks. Yeah. But then Troy Brown bailed them out, and neither of them played particularly well. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. God. Like. Yeah. Where's that? Yeah. Where's? Can we get that? <laughs> like. Yeah. No. We. We. We got. We got to try to manufacture this Brady. Yeah, can we get LT trying to fight somebody on the on the fifty yard line at when the confetti's falling? We get. We got to try to. We got to try to. Yeah. We got to try to engineer this this long standing Rivers Brady Brady rivalry. I can do it, man. We got to make it happen. Make it happen. This this is more than a game now. Like I saw like some Twitter account tried to make like like a New England like a Boston versus like LA like video and i was like stop it i was like no this isn't the same this isn't the same as like lakers celtics or even like red sox dodgers this is this is patriots chargers (laughs) they're playing a team that doesn't even want to be there what is the patriots Rams super bowl what are you going to use the same video (laughs) run back old highlights have marshall folk speaking in the background like somebody was trying to like some Patriots Twitter was trying to make this like like a like an LA Boston thing. I'm like that that Which feels is like fake. irrelevant because like the other two Boston teams will probably beat every LA yeah. team. This is a fake ball, but at least it's like a history there. Though. Like like Lakers Celtics, that's a thing. Like Red Sox Dodgers, that's not like a rivalry, but those are two like super historic franchises. So fine, like that that was a thing this year, obviously. Yeah, like that that like I, fine. You can leech off of like. The Celtics Lakers thing a little bit, like the East Coast West Coast thing, fine. But like you're gonna go like Patriots Chargers, like <laughs> ah, L.A. doesn't even want the Chargers. Nobody wants them. Like I don't think L.A. wants any sports team right now. No, they don't. But <laughs> both of their football teams are really good right now for some inexplicable reason. Yes, but <laughs> they had two of the best teams. We had like L.A. has two of the top five teams in the NFL. It's crazy. I know, but <laughs> what I know. The, the, uh, you have you gonna have the Charger Rams Super Bowl? You could, yeah. Watch LA tear itself apart. I don't think LA would. I don't think LA would care. Yeah, no. I don't think LA would care. Like that's the thing. Like the game would end and they'd be like, "Oh, here's the streets of LA. Looks like normal." <laughs> states- oh, guy just took a photo with Guy Fieri, star in the Walk of Fame. What a funny guy! Like <laughs> the state's still on fire. <laughs> and here's everything burning down. Oh no, that's just normal. That's just <laughs> that's just how things. That's are. just Southern California. <laughs> nine months out th- the year. That's how things. Are. But anyway, so yeah, so we gotta. So like, let's not try to manufacture this Brady Brady Rivers narrative. Let's not try to manufacture this like pay, this L.A. New Boston narrative around this. Like, like I said, like if the Patriots make the Super Bowl and play the Rams, do they dig up the same video? And they're like, oh, here it is again. <laughs> Was it like, oh, here's magic. Here's Bird. Like it's, it's the it's the rematch. <laughs> it's the rematch of the city. Like really, like is that what they're gonna do? Get Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk just. <laughs> but you can't because those aren't L.A. guys. Those are St. Louis guys. Got, oh. like, do, do you gotta go way back? Maybe. Like do you gotta really dig up? Like who is who is on the L.A. Rams? Like God, I know knows. they have guys. Like like who, who, who knows you? anymore? Oh God! Like, is that what you? Yeah, do you do you got it? Rams Hall of Famers. All right, let's see how many of these guys were in L.A. When did they leave L.A.? Uh, when they left L.A. like twice. I'm not doing this. <laughs> this is stupid. I'm I'm not doing this. Yeah, we 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 indulge that a little bit too much. But like, you get it. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> like that's not, so. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, too bad Peyton's not here. <laughs> Even Eli would be better. I take Eli. I don't know how that would work because he's in the NFC, but if Eli like somehow was like traded to like I don't know the 
jaguars and for some reason that worked because it wouldn't work even though people want that to happen and then we had like brady and eli like Bra- like eli and tom coughlin squaring off in the afc champions game fine there, there, there's there's like an old qbs in the twilight of their careers clashing narrative here <laughs> all right we, we got something but i i, I don't know I, the I battle of the setting suns Ooh, ooh! two old gunslingers out yeah. here getting ready the year is 1899. The twilight at Foxborough. Civilization. Oh, that's what I'm calling. This, this, this is the twilight at Foxborough. <laughs> and, then, and then the Patriots win. They got to go play two more games. <laughs> against against much younger, faster teams. Yes. And then, then and that's just all youth from here on out. Yep. Then you got youth versus old versus wisdom. See, it writes itself, Jake. It, do, it does kind of write itself. I will give you that. Like... See, you don't even need the L.A. Boston thing. Like, it's useless. It's, it just doesn't fit you. It's just not applicable. So, yeah, that's that's the narrative around this game. Take take away from that whatever you will. That was not in the rundown. No, I did I did write Rivers' last ride in the rundown though. See, that was that was this for is, this, this topic. This like, is the last ride. Like subconsciously, I'm like Rivers' last ride. Yeah, I've played a lot of Red Dead. We've been playing a lot of Red Dead. Yeah, we. It's it's like I was I I I rewatched like the whole like Dollars trilogy like. I'm I'm on a Western thing right now. I'm just I'm just on a Western thing right now. So, anyway, and here is another thing because I talk about how the Patriots have to play two more games after this. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing about this game. Yep. This is, you know, the last like I don't know what ten years. Like. The Patriots have not had, and I'm not like, you know, the, you know, I'm not the first guy to come out and be like, oh, the Patriots usually play pretty crappy teams in the divisional round. The Patriots usually play really crappy teams in the divisional round. Like this by a mile, and I'm just going to go do, go by this. Since they lost that game against the Jets in, in 2010. Okay. <laughs> like here have been there. Like, tell me if the Chargers are the best team they've played in the divisional round. Last year, they played the Titans. Remember that game? I remember that game. I barely do. Mariota did the GOAT. Before that, they played the Texans with Osweiler. Before that, Oof. they played the Chiefs, which, eh, that was okay. I mean, like, the, the, the Chiefs were never, never threatened to win that game. But, like, it was like, you know, it was like the Alex Smith Chiefs, they were like a perfect, like, divisional round team. They were, like, good enough to win a playoff. <laughs> that, that was the perfect. The Alex Smith Chiefs were the divisional were. round kings. Like, no, like, they were. They were, like, a good. <laughs> they were, like, perpetually good. Like, them and Andy Reid were, like, perpetually good enough to win a playoff game. Yeah, that was their bread and butter. Then before, then even for that, probably the best game since then was when they played the Ravens. That was a great game in 2014. But, like, I, I didn't go into that game. Like, the Ravens, like, ooh. Other than like that was the, that was an unexpected good game. Like other than the fact that it was the Ravens and they usually give them trouble, but like I wasn't going to that game. Like oh, the Ravens have like advantages in most areas over the Patriots. Like no, plus you know I think the 2014. Like I, I love the 2014 Patriots team. One like, of the best sports teams. Like that might actually be, like that is one of my favorite Patriots teams. Yeah. And that might be a byproduct of me being like six and 03 and 04. If I don't. But anyway, then you know, they, played, they might be better. They played the Colts the year before that. They played the Texans again the year before that. Oh. You know they played. The Broncos with Tebow, Oof. beat them forty-five to ten. Like <laughs> I remember that game. Yeah, that 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 ended Tebow mania. Yeah, that that ended Tebow mania. But yeah, like that. Like my dad was at that game actually, <laughs> but I watched it in the bath. 
You're just in the bath. Watching that game, yep. <laughs> yep. The else? entire time, just sitting there? I mean, not the whole time. Okay. Three hours sitting in the bath. That, that's a lot. That's hard. You think you can do it, but you can't do it. Get in the bath. Like, I'm going to watch the whole game in the bath. You can't do yeah, it. Yeah, you get like a quarter in and it's like, okay. Uh, okay, I'm getting kind of warm. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm kind of like cycling in hot and cold water because I don't like the temperature no matter what it is. I'm, I'm done. But anyway, so... Like, yeah, this is the first time in a while where the Patriots, like, in recent, like, since they lost, where the Patriots have had to play, like, a real team in the divisional round. And I mean, like, they've had to play, like, a real team. Like, all those teams, and besides the Raven team, which was a good game, but I didn't think they were that good of a team. That was, like, with, like, Mark Tressman as, no, that was a Kubiak as their OC. They had a good, like, the, the rest of those teams, like, you looked like it was it was a lock. It was, it was a lock. And now, like, they're actually playing a team where you think they're going to win. You think the Chargers are the favorite. And mm-hmm. I don't hate that. I, I mean, I might. Like, I like I would say the Patriots are the favorites. Now, this easily of just, you know, because like I said, quarterback, coach, like, home field. Like, I, I, I'm i going to, like, I would put the Patriots the favorites. But, like, easily of all the divisional round games, this is, you know, this is the closest one. Like I, to pick, I, I beside you know, besides you know Chiefs, Colts, Cowboys, Rams, Eagles, Saints. Like th- this is the game, and you know maybe that's a partially a product of you know you said the two seed versus the three seed. So actually no, it's not the two seed. It's two seed versus the five seed, but the five seed. Right. But in quotation marks, the five yeah. seed. But <laughs> the, the, the and all honestly, the situation should be reversed. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But no, but like that, like this, <laughs> like. This is the closest game. Like, I don't know what the betting odds are. I think that the Patriots are favored by, like, five, which, fine. Like, you get three for being at home, I guess. But I wouldn't bet it. Like, I wouldn't bet that. Yeah, I don't bet. You want to bet plus five. I, I wouldn't bet this game. I would not bet that this game. But, yeah, like, so the this is easy. This is the first time in years they've been, they've gone to the divisional round game. Like, yep, this is a game, which probably would have been the case with any other teams they wouldn't have played. I mean, if the Ravens had won, that probably would have meant they looked better in this alternate history. But even if, like, their comeback had just worked out and they had won, I probably wouldn't look at the Ravens as fondly as I looked on them going the wild card weekend because I was like, oh, this offense has been exposed. All right, cool. But, I mean, if they would have beat the Chargers, we'd be talking about how, yeah, Lamar Jackson turned around, but he can't hold on to a football. Right, exactly. Like, how the offense was exposed, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) Or, 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 like I wanted to do, we'd be sitting here, you know, abolishing the Patriots of drafting a running back instead of Lamar Jackson. But yeah, that, that, that's, that's the angle I was really excited to take. Then they had to go screw that up. By the way, the play calling in that game was atrocious by the Ravens. Not to get too deeply into my wild card recap yet, which is scheduled for the show. But yeah, play calling was atrocious for the Ravens in that game. Had to let Lamar go, baby. But. You got you to gotta let them go. Yeah, like, this is the first time they've gone to the division round, having a real opponent in a very long time. So that means that for the Patriots to win the Super Bowl, they have to win three games. In the past, it's been two, because the division round was a layup. And even then, in years past, like, last year, you're going to the AFC Championship game, and it's like, eh, well, you had to play the Jaguars. That was a real game. But then, now that you great thing. I thought that was that. I I thought that that was actually their Super Bowl last yeah. year. Before that game, like, oh, like this, this is the real game. Like you can you can beat the Eagles. That's not gonna be a problem. But the that's gonna be your game. Like that that's gonna be the hardest well, I game. Didn't, well, I, I predicted an NFC team was gonna win the playoffs no, last year. Not. 
I did not. I thought it was going to be the Vikings, not the Eagles, but I knew an NFC team was going to win the playoffs. But anyway. I, I think the NFC team's going to the Super Bowl this year. Even though, like the year before <laughs> that, you had to play, you know, the Steelers in the AFC Championship game in New England. Like, was anybody really afraid of that game? No. No. Like, I haven't been I haven't been afraid of the Steelers in a while. Not I realize. Now, mind you, they I beat them. This year. Yeah, no, I, I I have so so little regard for that whole organization. We can get into that later if you'd like to. Yeah. But no, like they have to now win three legit games in a row. Like you got to beat the Chargers now. That you got to beat the Chiefs or the Colts. Probably the or Chiefs. Or the Chiefs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like if the Colts win, then I'm taking the Colts really seriously. Yeah. And then yeah, you have to play probably either the Saints or the Rams or probably Nick Foles again. <laughs> or, or probably Nick Foles. Inexplicably. But, like, probably the Chief, Saints or the Rams. Probably the so, Saints or the Rams, which they will not beat the Saints or the Rams. Well, we talked about this <laughs> earlier in the year, and I, and I said as I still stand by. I am dub- I'm doubling down. Patriots and, are not beating the Saints or the Rams. And we talk about this. <laughs> the Patriots are not be the favorite in any of those games. I think it's possible. I do. I, I think they can do. Like they, they uh, well, yeah, they can do it. But yeah, they wouldn't be the favorite. Now, I'm not even saying that. Like, oh, like any team can win any game, really. No, like I'm saying, like they wouldn't be the favorite. But it's not like they're like dramatically outmatched. They're outmatched, but they're not like. I think the Saints will run their ass up. <laughs> well, that's fair. You see, I think, I think the Saints will not. I think oh, the Saints will kill them. If that's how you feel, fine. <laughs> but if you this, feel on this particular year, the Saints, okay, the Saints are going to kill uh, them. If you think, you think Drew okay. Brees is going to kill them. Fair him. enough. Have a take, please. Go for it. I love it. I love it. But like, if you think along the lines I do, which is maybe silly, because yeah, those teams are much faster and explosive and more talented than the Patriots. Better defense. Yeah. <laughs> Just as competently ran. Yes, exactly. But <laughs> anyway, if you're just, trying just to, as good a quarterback, you're trying to think like I. If you're trying to think like I, it does throw a wrench now that like the Patriots ha- have to also go through the Chargers now. You know, like it's it's just like they have to play like a third game, and Brady usually has one bad playoff game every year. He has one where he's not so sharp, and can this team win a playoff game against any team they'd be playing? Would like. A mad performance from Brady. Any chance. Any chance this team can win unless Brady is, like, on. Well, he has to be on to beat the Chargers. That's There's, there's no any, advantage do, or do buts. They be, about. Do they beat any of these teams without, like, Brady, like, being, like, pinpoint every game? I, th- I think I think they could beat the Colts. Okay, but if it's the Barely. Chiefs. But see, if, if it's the Colts team to beat the Chiefs. Okay. You know, like, might even be in Gillette, so maybe. But, okay, say it's the Chiefs and Arrowhead. No. Are you beating the Rams or the Saints without Brady? Per- like being like, not perfect, but being like on it. He has, he has, to, he has to play the best he's played at any point <laughs> exactly. in his career like you to, need to like, beat any of these teams. You need like MVP Brady <laughs> yeah. three weeks in a row. Yes. Which historically you haven't gotten in the playoffs. So not optimistic overall about the playoffs. I mean, I, I yeah, like I, I, I'm not trying to talk myself into it because I'm not like here to be super positive, but I'm certainly not helping. <laughs> I'm certainly not making <laughs> myself feel better the more I talk about it. But yeah, so just to kind of kind of wrap it up here, I'm am just saying it's okay it's okay for the Patriots to lose. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, I, <laughs> I just I just I just yeah. want to put that thought out there in the atmosphere. <laughs> Well, there you go. Thanks, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> like the Patriots going to the Super Bowl every year is not the best football. But anywho, so 
There's there's much better teams I'd rather see than hey man, Tom the Brady Patri- the Patriots hobbling l- to the Super Bowl once again if for the, Patri- the 19th time. If the Patriots lose, I'm rooting for that LALA Super Bowl. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the ideal. I want it more than anything in the world. That's the big meme. I want it more than anything in the world. So we can make, so we can make the Spider-Man meme? Like when they're pointing each, at each oh, other? Oh, we could. Yep. Oh, it's unlimited potential. It's unlimited potential. Get some Kermit memes going. Exactly. Get just unlimited potential. I have to make new memes. Yep. We just have to make new kids. Like, Anywho, so... Final predictions for the game. Score predictions. Go, Jordan, you. Uh, I'm saying Chargers 31-27. Okay. I'm going to go Patriots 27-23. Which? P- plus four is our margin here. Yes, exactly. I'm doing it because I don't believe in the betting line, so I'm intentionally yeah. trying to screw up the betting line. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm like, I can't have it be by five. No. It can't <laughs> be by five. It has to be by four or less. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think that the Patriots have enough edges to eke out this one. But like I said, it's not going to be like like a do not. I'm so glad that this isn't the Saturday game at one. I'm so glad this is a Sunday game at one. Because otherwise, if the Patriots lost, I wouldn't want to watch football the rest of the week. And I want to watch the rest of these games because they're all good games. Yep. Except for, like, Saints-Eagles. Like, that's the game I want to watch the least. So I'm glad that that's the one after the Patriots. The Patriots lose. I'm going to be like, oh, I don't want to watch anymore. But turn it off, probably. I'm be drunk by that. I'm not going to want to watch more football. <laughs> so, like, I, Saturday I could watch, like, the Colts-Chiefs game, which I want to see. The Cowboys-Rams game. I could watch it and be like, ah, oh, like, the Patriots are still alive. So thank you, NFL. Thank you. Regardless of the Eagles game, we have to talk about Nick Fool. He he got it. He got to go to the yes, market. But we'll, we will we can't talk about that later. Yeah. But we've been going for an hour now, so that's about the length of a segment here. So we're gonna take a quick break here. When we come back, we are going to discuss some more facets of the of the NFL coaching circle, NFL coach hiring. I want to I really I want to change gears entirely and do like a more of like a cohesive view of the NFL because obviously I have a lot more thoughts on that. You know it's. It's tough coming back sometimes because you don't know what you want to talk about from the months you missed, from the weeks you missed. But honestly, everything I want to talk about, like, there's enough to talk about that's all, like, within this week, which is nice. So we're going to be talking about some of that. You are listening to the Stadium Experience with Jake Elmsley. Jordan Moment here alongside me. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after these messages. I'm in almost every school bus and classroom. I go to school with your children. We say the Pledge of Allegiance together. You've seen me around the neighborhood, and you've told me I'm a pretty good kid. Well, I'm one out of every four children in America, and I'm struggling with hunger. This problem is closer than you think. My teacher tells me we could grow up and be whatever we want. I want to grow up and be someone who doesn't go to bed hungry. There's enough food in this country to feed everyone. Please visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank for ways to help. Every dollar you donate helps provide seven meals for kids like me, quietly struggling with hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Plant a tree for your Do you know which tree Andy Jackson rested under on his way to the Battle of New Orleans? 
which tree Abraham Lincoln used to cross a river, and what tree William Penn used as a landmark for his map. Taste the breeze, it's life inside you. Make a promise to the earth. There's an easy way to find out. Go to the National Arbor Day Foundation's website, arborday.org, for whatever you need to know about trees. At arborday.org, you'll find out what trees are right for planting where you live and that the oak is the people's choice for America's national tree. It was a Sunnybrook oak which Andy Jackson rested under on his way to the Battle of New Orleans. You'll have to go to arborday.org for the other answers. Plant a tree today for all the world to share. That's arborday.org. Okay, fellas, thanks for checking out our membership meeting for the unstoppable IOTA Gamma Kappa fraternity. Candidates will be notified around mid-semester. Peace, peace. Have a good day. Yo, can you believe that white boy showed up? Who, Justin? Yeah. I mean, he seems pretty cool. He's doing a lot of work in the community. He gets decent grades. Oh, yeah, I played ball with him the other day. Old boy got a mean crossover. Now, see, that's what I'm talking about. White people think that just because they could rap or hoop or something, they could be one of us. Now, what would happen if one of us went across campus and tried to join one of their fraternities? <laughs> Tell you what, it'll be a cold day and you know where before I let a white boy into this frat. You feel me? Nah, Trey. I don't feel you. The first step in fighting racial prejudice is taking a stand. Imagine the power of one voice. Find your voice at freedomcenter.org. A message from the National Underground Railroad Freedom Center and the Ad Council. For the best local pizza, look no further than Big Tony's Pizzeria at 525 Eaton Street, Providence, featuring daily specials and free delivery until 4 a.m. Get a whole pie or just a slice at the home of the gangster rap. So call in at 401-490-0000 for a slice of the local favorite, Big Tony's. Often imitated, never duplicated. Glasco Smoke Shop is Providence's premier smoke shop and vapor lounge, conveniently located at 1842 Smith Street, North Providence. Glasco Smoke Shop, the best smoking supplies in all of our eyes. It's not the size that matters, it's the pleasure it provides. WXIN FM. WXIN Stadium Experience. Jake Elmslick, Jordan Moment here alongside me. We were just previewing the Patriots Chargers game. Boston versus LA. Classic matchup. East Coast, West Coast, baby. Really, this this is just a continuation of all the beefs. All of them. Celtics, Lakers, Biggie Tupac. This is it. This is the next chapter. Is the Patriots in the LA Chargers, who I forgot were in LA in the divisional round. Some people are trying to sell you that, and that's the truth. 
So anyway, we're going to be diving into some more general NFL stuff. We'll walk into the coaches, coaching searches here. And if you want to chime in on any of these topics, do not be afraid to call in at 401-456-9946 or 401-456-8787. And yeah, we're going to dive back into the, just kind of my general thoughts on coaching hires, which I guess I kind of teased a little bit earlier in the segment. You did kind of like got a new because like it, it's like it's in me like i've been thinking about this a lot because you know i'm a dumb dumb person and this is the kind of stuff that interests me more than like you know analyzing a playoff game yeah because I'm, I'm a dumb dumb sports fan and it's probably like a special place in hell for me but well well no this this has this has more broader implications right but like i, I should be more into the game like i i should but i'm like i'm a draft guy i'm a free agency guy like so I, you're you're an intellectual i don't want to go that far you like max kellerman but yeah, like well, you can call me. Somebody else can call me that. But anyway. <laughs> Someone else can call me that. So. I mean, I'll take Max Killerman. But. Like, his performances in Creed 2 were phenomenal. <laughs> fourth fourth actor in Creed 2. Yep. Class, classic Rocky character, Max Kellerman. Yep. Classic character in the Rocky franchise. But anyway, so. Been three Rocky movies now. Yeah. Been three of them. Been in more than Michael B. Jordan. Anywho, so. Creed 2, still a great movie. Great movie. Great Consider picking it up on Blu-ray. My mom wants to see it. I was like, just listen to the pot, just listen to the episode of the Stadium Experience where we ran into it. Anywho, so wanna talk about coaches. And first, you know, to, to you know, the, the local thing, the guy stick with the Patriots stuff. You know, McDaniels did not apparently even get an interview with Green Bay, which he apparently wanted. And he all and he did not get an interview with them. He went on record the other day saying, Oh, I'm here in the long haul. Which a part of me is kind of thinking maybe he just doesn't want to give him an interview and now he's like, Oh, I want to be here. So it's fine. Like, remember, he was putting out feelers early in the season about the Browns job, which he seemingly wanted. You've seen reports that he was interested in it. Well, they didn't even they didn't even go for it. They hired Kitchens instead. They hired the offensive coordinator. Browns job is a good job. It is a good job. It's a great job. But apparently the Browns actually have a football team. Yes, now. They, have a great, they have a lot of talent, <laughs> but which is surprising Ah, not me. But but anyway, yeah. so the so Josh McDaniel seemingly which surprised me because you know, or when he was starting to say, when reports were coming out that he was interested in being a head coach, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, well, nobody's going to want to hire him because, oh, he did with the Colts. And I was like, ah, I don't know. Like, I think if he's like, will it, like, if he wants to get a job, like, teams will be out there. Like, in the end, like, teams will be able to be like, well, he's not going to do that to us. And if, you know, if he's the best option out there, you're doing your team a disservice if you don't bring it in. If you think he's the best coach, but, you know, like, this one thing he did. But maybe it affected teams more than I thought. Because seemingly, yeah, he got frozen out of the process. The Packers went with Matt LeFleur. 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 And, yeah, the Browns went with Kitchens, which I think is fine. Like, I think that was probably a smart move by them. Because, I mean, their offense got great after he became the OC. After Todd Haley. <laughs> stupid, stupid freaking Todd Haley. Great all-time Steelers coach. After they got him the F out of there. And they promoted him, but that happened. It also seems like the coaching hirings are happening very quickly this year. I just, I don't remember in the past almost all the coaching openings being filled before the divisional round, but that just might be a feeling of mine. But I feel like for the most part they've waited until the end of the season to do a lot of these things because obviously they can't interview the staffs of playoff teams. Seemingly these teams don't care. Like they're not hiring coaches who are on playoff teams. Which I do want to get into the 
whole thing of that. But yeah, so McDaniel's seemingly frozen out. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be with New England ne- next year, which some people love, some people hate. People tend to give McDaniel's probably more crap than he deserves. Honestly. A little bit. Honestly. <laughs> like, like for, this, for the reason that, I'm not saying I'm like some gigantic McDaniel's guy, because they exist, but it's just more a matter of like, yeah, like I like I would like I would blame issues in the offense more on Bill and Brady than anything. Well, just cause, I, I, I mean, I would blame the issue of them barely having an offense. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I, I, just, I think like, that's that's the, that's the biggest issue. Like I put that more <laughs> on them because I put everything on this team on them more than anybody else because everybody else is just kind of a pawn. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> I say that because McDaniel's could leave and they'd just promote anybody to be the OC. And it would be the same. Yeah. It's just, like, it's not like McDaniels is, like, going in there, like, overriding Belichick. Like, ah, maybe be a different wrinkle here and there. But, yeah, like, when they've had, like, when, like, it's the same offense no matter who's here. So, I don't know yeah. how much play. But, anyway. Yeah, but, everyone, everyone else is just stuck in the the, <laughs> the the middle of a tripolar power dynamic. Exactly. But, seemingly, you know, people think McDaniels is a very smart football mind. And fine. And, seemingly, a lot of people are convinced that he's the next coach here. That that's why he's still here. And that's why he got all the money. But... Which I'm not like, I don't love either. Like, I'm not all like, oh, man, got to have McDaniels be the next head coach. Because there are people like that. Like, if Brady's still here and Belichick decides to leave, which isn't going to happen, then I'm okay with it. Because at least you keep the same system. You keep Brady. You do like another year or two like that. And then maybe you reappraise things down the road. But like, if it's a matter of like, he like, just kind of keeps what Belichick has going, then fine. I just don't know if anybody can do that. So I would just rather just get the best coach, but fine. Like we're getting, we're getting into my opinions on what coaching options are like. So maybe I do love McDaniel's. Maybe I'm gonna talk myself into McDaniel's by the end of this. <laughs> I have a lot of opinions on this matter, but then you have to say if you're McDaniel's, how stupid must you feel for not taking that Colts job at the last minute? Um, like when you when you see this team, because at the time, at the time. And you know this. I've said I said this a million times. I thought that was a great decision because I thought the Colts sucked. I thought the Colts had one of the worst rosters in the NFL. I thought they did. I thought it, now, mind you, I was like, well, they are going to suck this year, but they have a hundred million in cap space coming up. So you know they they've been trying to clear the decks the last few years, trying to get out all the you know they're doing like the first year of the Madden rebuild when you trade everybody with bad deals and everything. So fine, but still, I was like, that team's gonna be trash. And I was like, I don't really know if Andrew Luck's gonna be the same. And then Andrew Luck looked terrible like the first month of the year. Like he had no, no velocity on those balls. You're like, oh, they ruined him forever. (laughs) He's never going to be the same. He's broken. God damn you, Jim Irsay. Chuck Pagano. Like, thanks. Thanks. A player I really like. You you screwed him up. Another QB offered to the slaughter. Yeah, and 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 then he healed. And it's fine. Like, now he's great. And that team is... Infinitely better than I thought they'd be. Yeah, they 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 pulled like, it together like in like October, yeah, November, and and you obviously saw the play like they absolutely just just decimated the Texans and another Patriots offensive coordinator who came and went in silence, Bill O'Brien. Because mm-hmm. you know, because Patriots offense, because Patriots coordinators are kind of interchangeable. It turns out. Yeah. Well, not turns out. We all knew this, but they're very interchangeable. Is, is, is really is really just Tom Brady's offense. Yeah, it, it <laughs> is. No, but it is because it's the same playbook. Yeah. They've been doing the same stuff 
for like 20 years and it is and you might come in and be like let's do more jet sweeps or let's do more screens i don't know i'm not a brilliant football mind i don't break down i can't break down tape that way but basically they do all the same stuff it might literally just be a ratio of jet jet sweeps to bubble screens i mean that's been the difference this year (laughs) that literally might just be a ratio that's that's how you define Patriots offensive coordinators but no they they ask you two questions which one do you like better the jet sweep or the bubble screen let's do some RPOs nope nope Nope. get out of here nope two questions (laughs) they they show them like little picture cards like okay which one of these pictures (laughs) do you like like, best they're like ink blocks yeah They like that faintly resemble plays. Yep. They show it to like toddlers. <laughs> Belichick's like a nursery, like trying to like find his next assistant. He's like, which one? Like one of them's an RPO. One of them's yeah. One of them's a bubble screen. The baby points the bubble screen. He's like, all right, Good. we're going to keep an eye on this one. Good. We're going to bring him to the temple. He's a youngling. <laughs> 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 and that's the Patriots offensive coordinator factory. Bella, Bella, he has a whole school. He has like an underground facility, just like raising coaches. Oh, he definitely does, though. <laughs> Just, like, interchangeable, like, position. He, his kids are on the staff. Two of his kids are on the staff. At least those two, you know they're his kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We've uncovered something here. Oh, God, what's that? <laughs> oh, God, it's Belichick. Run, Jordan. Run, we figured. <laughs> We're in two t- we We've gone where we shouldn't have gone. We crack, we cracked the code. Belichick's just outside the studio with a knife. <laughs> We're not making it out of here. This is gonna be our last broadcast. The yeah. power cuts out. <laughs> Where's Campbell when you need him? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Gotta, gotta fall asleep for that. Yeah, but yeah he's he's talking like a little bit. He has like he has like a nickel. It's like a nickel package <laughs> on an ink blot. <laughs> it's very abstract playbook. Abstract. He's trying to identify things. It's the minimalist playbook. Like, like, all there's right. The, there's no words. There's just only pictures. He doesn't see if they have. Like, if they're just attuned to it. If they're yeah. attuned to, to, to the pellet to the Patriots' way. Yeah, it's a pop-up book. If they're attuned to the Patriots' way. It's like, all right, ma'am. We have to take your child now, so he doesn't form emotional attachments. <laughs> Could take him to the Belichick Temple. It's just it's his whole. He has younglings. Like he just has younglings running around. They're in school, like yeah. watching like night, like footage of like fullbacks in the thirties, yeah. like navy games from the thirties, like somewhere hidden, like in like Tyne or like Somerset, yeah, like underground, like a bunch of six year olds. <laughs> They're just watching like navy games from the thirties. They're in like in another room. They have like the older, like the ten year olds. They're watching like mortar kicks. <laughs> <laughs> the 12 year olds are learning the importance of kickoff units like there's rooms of them like there's room you know if they if they, if they stop showing up to he just like sends them away <laughs> sends he sells them off somewhere i don't know what he does with them i don't know what he does with the ones who don't make it out they, you know, it's an return, intensive program he like, returns them to their families no you can't do that at that point they, they, they can't adapt to normal society at that point <laughs> Are you there's, me? there's a school of, of Belichick's coaching school rejects. Yeah, I don't know what it sends them. There's a transition program. They can't, they, can't go, they can't go be coaches somewhere else. Like the ones who make it out of the program can't go be coaches anywhere else. I think the rejects can be coaches somewhere else. Which brings me to my next point that everybody should stop hiring Belichick disciples. Maybe they all just become position coaches. They can't. They, uh, they no, all well, ju- I'm saying, no, like some of the, like the position coaches on the Patriots are also ones that were successful. Talk about the ones who just don't make the cut at all. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, like, 
the position. Co- I'm not saying he's only getting coordinators out of this. He's getting all the coaches, getting all the position. Like Dante Scarnecchia is the only one who knows about this because he's the only one who was there before Bill. He's the only one who's noticed. They don't let him in on it, though. He's just he's just kind of noticed. Like he's like, oh, all these guys are kind of come in. They're all kind of creepy, Bill. Oh, really? Lord. He's like, what do you mean? Dante, go home tonight. And that was why he left for like a year. Because <laughs> he Bill, had to be reformed. Bill Bay. <laughs> he had to like be Charlie re- Rice and like Romeo Crindell were in there like brainwashing him. <laughs> he had, had to be retaught the Patriots ways. <laughs> It's like that. It's like that torture scene in uh in, in uh, 1984. <laughs> now I was you thinking like the one where you put Winston in the chair, and he's trying to tell him that two plus two equals five, and he just keeps shocking him. It's like the <laughs> same, but he's trying to show him the Patriots away. He's like, "What's the most important thing? Creative offenses. <laughs> Stopping the run. <laughs> Do we keep good players even if they?" Even if they operate in their own way. Yes. No. <laughs> Cut everybody who disagrees with you. Uh, Can you declare linemen ineligible receivers? Yes, but it's a little unethical because it's on the ground screen. <laughs> Who's the best player of all time? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> it's Lawrence Taylor or nobody else. <laughs> Was was Brady is Brady right in all this? Yes. No. <laughs> and then Scarnecchia came back. <laughs> it all makes sense. I'm telling now. you, I I 100% believe this. Like I don't like I don't know what does he do with the re- what does he do with the rejects? What are they like the waiters at like Patriots Place? <laughs> are they like the food staff? Like would Belichick even trust it? Like I wouldn't be surprised if Belichick hired like the food staff. <laughs> like I would like maybe he doesn't trust the rejects to do that even. He, he's watching he's watching the, the 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 people who work the concession stands take the bottle caps off of water and he's like that's that's enough for me. No, I I'm, I'm talking about like the ones who make the food for like the players. Oh. No, I understand he's like looking at like like I feel like honestly, like if you told me that Belichick had like a hand in that, I'd believe it. And that's why he hates this whole TV twelve thing. Cause he wants to micromanage what everybody eats. <laughs> Now, I 110% believe that. I'd be surprised at the contrary, actually. Yeah, I don't think he trusts the rejects for that. The one, Some of the ones who gra- like the ones who are like the bottom of the class do that. Like, however many make it through the program, like, those ones do that. And then, you know, like, the slightly higher ones, like, they're like the positional coaches, and eventually, like, you get a few coordinators. Like, all right. As, as, as like, the trade school, like, like, pa- like pathway at the at the at Bill Belichick's Colson School. Yep. If you can't cut it, you just you just become a nutritionist. <laughs> yeah, you become like a scout or like, yeah. yeah, like a strength coach or like a ball guy. You got no, you gotta be good to be the ball guy actually because they got the they got the ball guys committing like covert ops. Exactly. <laughs> action. No, 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 no. You gotta be. They're not just letting anybody be the ball guy. That's, that's, that's a special program. Yeah, they're not just letting anybody be the ball. So you gotta test into that one. You gotta be the film at the film school. <laughs> what do you what do you spy on other NFL teams? I'm telling you, this is such a thing. I we've stumbled on like I remember, we've stumbled on something here, Jordan. He absolutely has his own like youth education camp somewhere. The Belichick youth. We have no idea where it is. <laughs> it just takes these kids from their families and they just let it happen. It's kidnapping orphan kids. You no, know, he's like, he tells the parents <laughs> and they just li- like, okay, coach, okay, coach, you got it. You can have him. <laughs> he's gonna be on, gonna go on to bigger and better things. I get it. 
I'm telling you, that's where all these people... Like, Matt Patricia didn't go to college. That's just a front. <laughs> that's just a front. Then you have to make up identities for all of them and make up pasts. <laughs> but really, you know, they're all... They're all like, a, they're all like the same tattoo somewhere. <laughs> it's ID number. Just like some... the small of their <laughs> Josh, Josh McDaniels has a zip code. It's Not a zip code, a barcode. Yeah, it's like, it's like Agent 47. <laughs> when one of them leaves to go be a head coach, he singes it off oh. of them in retribution for daring to leave him. Like, singes it off. He's like, okay, have fun. Like, it drains all of their intellect. <laughs> and whenever, right. whenever they get hired, they get assigned like a, like a family. They get assigned a wife and kids. <laughs> for the interview. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, this this is all real. I buy into this a hundred. How do we get on this? Um, I don't even remember. <laughs> this is better than anything we had planned. Uh, like we're we're on the su- good thing the government shut down and the FBI might be watching it on yeah. us right now. They can't. We can speak freely on the air right now. <laughs> the FCC ain't going to pull yeah, us I down. Know, I don't know how the government shutdown affects the FCC, but I sure hope it does. Because otherwise, we might be in some trouble. <laughs> Belichick. I mean, Belichick. Belichick's friends with the president. That's a close personal friend of his. Oh. This goes deep. Like This is the deep dark. Trump's probably league. enabling this. <laughs> this is all a Donald Trump scheme. No, this is all Belichick scheme. Are you kidding uh, me? Trump's Donald- a pawn. <laughs> Belichick is not a is not a pawn in Donald Trump's scheme. Turn that right around, buddy. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick hacked the 2016 election. Be a Russian proxy. Oh God, the guy can't even use a tablet. You think he hacked it? No. Oh no, God. he just he just he just coached him up. You think Belichick's hacking? Dude can't use a tablet. Dude's not hacking anything. He just showed Trump a bunch of videos of 30s fullbacks until he was eager and ready to go. I'm telling you, like, like remember how like how like during the offseason the Patriots had like that weird day where Belichick just showed them all like old football tapes and like fed them like hot dogs and he acted like it was like the funnest thing in the world. That's every day at the education center <laughs> is like that. As their as their diet is just Gatorade and hot dogs. Just every day, the water and hot dogs, water and, hot dogs. and like coffee grinds and cigarettes, <laughs> like real football the pr- players. The proper Great Depression diet, <laughs> like cortisone shots. Yep. <laughs> Fistfuls of painkillers. <laughs> so yeah, you're malnourished, but that's what that's what the times were. And I mean, Lauren Taylor did coke, so I guess he's I, I guess coke probably flies. I guess I don't know if it's encouraged, but I'm sure it flies there because yeah, LT did it, so obviously it's okay. <laughs> if the Giants did it in this in the '80s, he's good with it. You said it. Coke probably's fine. And I just see eleven year old kids eating a hot dog. <laughs> just do a line of cokes and just and eating hot dogs. They're wearing dog. like old timey leather yeah. football helmets. <laughs> like I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the quarterbacks coach one day. You might just be JS two two nine or maybe seal, not. Seal here, seal there. Sweep it up the middle. His nose, nose starts bleeding. Have, have have the backup quarterback do a drop kick on a PAT. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like one of them says that. Like an aura comes down around. He's like, this is the chosen one. Like this is the chosen one. This is the one the prophecy spoke of. He's still looking for that one. Completely just having nosebleed. Just. <laughs> 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 
talking about 32 dies. Talking about like new ways to do kickoffs. Squib kicks every time. <laughs> Belichick stops. And he's, like, he's like, everybody get out but you. Come you, here. You come here, son. Sit in my lap. Sit on. You're a very special boy. Oh, God. You're a very special boy. You're going to be you're going to be very important one day. You're going to you're going to become a head coach and disappoint a team one day, son. You're going to you're going to bring a team to the playoffs and have them lose every year for 4 years and you're going to be fired and you're going to come right back to me, okay? What are you going to do when you get fired from coaching the Arizona Cardinals? Come right back. Come right back. Good. Now go, son. Go back to go back with your friends. We never spoke. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this all day. This is so funny. I hate I hate to to praise my own bits, but this is a great bit. Yeah. Ice. This is not where I thought the show would go. I had so much actual sports stuff to talk about today. But every time, Jordan. Every time. Every time we stumble on something brilliant. But 11-year-olds doing cocaine, eating hot dogs, <laughs> talking about 32 dies. Watching fullback film. film. Yep. <laughs> Being like, this is James Devlin. He's the most important player on the team. What about Tom Brady? What about Tom, Tom Brady? Brady. <laughs> like pulls the lever that his chair falls. <laughs> He's gone. Nobody knows where he goes. <laughs> He's in like the rubber mine or something. I don't know. <laughs> There's a rubber I mine. I, like, I don't know what he does with the rejects. I don't think anybody knows what he does with the rejects. They don't want to know. You just don't want to be one of the rejects. That's all you got to know. You just don't want to be one of the rejects. <laughs> Matt Slater is like the hall monitor at this place. Does they have like a semester long course on long snappers? Just on long snappers. Oh my oh, god. This is the best thing in the world. Alright, anyway, we're gonna move on. So <laughs> back to where we were on coaches. So yeah, McDaniel. So as I was kind of trying to elude during all of that, do, do you feel like teams should, should stop hiring like ba Patriots assistants? Not only because they're all parts of this creepy cult they've been in since birth, but like after like that Bill, like after after the Texans game, even me who was trying to hold out faith in Bill O'Brien for so long for some reason, I'm done. Like, can you look at that and then go, oh, we should still hire Josh McDaniels? It's like, and they see how Patricia did this year. Well, okay, okay. To be fair, that Lion teams, that Lion team has been a coin flip for like the last like sure, decade like, and a half. It was like a mess though. Like you just felt like it wasn't being run right. Like the players didn't like him. Like it just was kind of a mess. It's been like you see that you see Bill O'Brien kind of flunk out in the playoffs. Like, like that that team just that was all coaching that game. Yeah, that team just didn't look ready. At all, that's you know he has he has he's made the playoffs three times. He has one playoff win. You remember what that playoff win was? No. When they beat the Raiders the year the Raiders were really good, but they were starting Connor Cook. Mm. Remember Connor Cook? How can I forget Connor? So Cook? yeah, their their only playoff win is against a third string team that might have been the worst playoff game like the last ten years. That was a terrible Brock Osweiler v. Connor Cook. What a game that was. The Battle of the Titans. But. <laughs> but the Twilight in, t in Texas. <laughs> but, like, so I, he's, he's, just not, he's just not what I thought. He's not a good coach. Like, I, I don't think Bill O'Brien's a good coach anymore. I'm out. I'm out on Bill O'Brien. 
Now, like, they can't get rid of him now. Because apparently all the coaching hirings are almost are almost done. So you'd just be getting the scraps. Like, there's nobody you could hire that would be, I don't know, I guess better. Because you got to at least ride it out with him one more year. But, like, I'm out on him. Like, I'd say that Patricia, who I thought might actually make a decent head coach, like, he hasn't looked good so far. Like, has not been optimistic. You know, clearly, and then, you know, you think you think the teams are maybe, like, wising up, and that's why McDaniels maybe isn't getting interviews. It's probably the Colts thing, but I'd like to think it's actually just the teams are like, oh, no, no, it's just, you know, Patriots assistants. They just kind of don't work. Because, like, because Bill O'Brien is the most successful player from the Belichick, most successful coach from the Belichick tree. <clears throat> By a mile. By a mile. Mangini, nothing. You know, Romeo Cornell, nothing. Like, Josh McDaniels sucked as a head coach. Yeah. Bill O'Brien sucked, apparently. That, like, that's the best. Like, Nick Saban, I guess, kind of counts. You know. <laughs> Nick Saban was, is a Belichick guy light. He's, he's in there. He's in there. Nick Saban doesn't count, man. He didn't have a good week. He had a bad week. Nick Saban doesn't count, man. He doesn't count. Nick Saban. Nick Saban is a Belichick disciple. Or maybe they should have all, all Belichick disciples, they should go coach college. Honestly, yeah. But. But seriously, like, it it doesn't work at all. Like, it's just none of these guys work. And I want to say the teams are wisening up. But then the Dolphins are interviewing Brian Flores. And it's like. So, so like, yeah. So Patricia, who is the defensive coordinator. Leaves. Mm-hmm. Doesn't do well. Is not promising. Maybe he turns it around. Doesn't look great so far. Early returns. Then the guy who wasn't even the defensive coordinator, technically, for some reason. I don't know why Bill didn't do it. Because he wanted to exert control of the defense. He wanted to micromanage the defense. But. Because he was like, oh, fine. Fine, Brady. I don't like you anymore. I'm just going to hang out with the defense. I don't know. Whatever it was. The defense wasn't as good this year, and then a team goes, "All right, let's make that guy our head. Let's 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 consider that guy to be our head coach. Let's think about it." And it's like, "What, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Like, why why are you doing that to yourself? How do, how do you think that's gonna? What are you be like? Oh, like the ninth, you know, like the ninth guy to come out of the Belichick coaching tree. That that's gonna be the one." See, Drake, there you go. Assuming NFL teams make rational decisions. You're right. Again. Like, like Mike Vrabel, like, he didn't have a great year. I mean, they were okay. Is, is Mike Vrabel the hope now? I mean, he's a player, but I count that. Like, do you consider Mike Vrabel part of the Belichick coaching tree? No. I mean, I would, because, like, he was here for a long time, and he was, like, a captain, and, like, you know, that's, that's close to being an assistant coach. I guess. Yes. And then, then he coached under O'Brien, which is like, I don't know, like grandfathered in, I guess. Like, I, I count it. Like, he, he, he's, he's learned most of what he knows from being around Belichick or Belichick people. Like, I'm willing to count that. But yeah, stop hiring them because they don't do anything. Or they do stuff. But like we've talked about, all the coordinators are just interchangeable clones. Because mm-hmm. Belichick, Belichick is the shocker, is the brains behind everything, so... I did not know that. Yeah, like, it's just like, <laughs> like, it's a compliment to him. Like, the coordinators are kind of useless. Or they're not useless, but yeah. They don't actually know how to run things. Oh, they do, but it's, they yeah, they don't have to. 
They just come into this this giant machine, and then they get churned out when they get hired somewhere else, and that doesn't work out, and then they either come back or they just kind of meander around somewhere else. Or they all like link up like Romeo Cornell's cow with Pillow Brian, and they all just kind of like cling to whichever ones have any power, and that's it. And they none of them go on to do anything, except for Mike Vrabel beating the Patriots this year. But who cares? But and it's just like. And I can't even hate on it too much because I, like I talked about, like, I don't know where you're supposed to look for these head coaches because can't look at them in college. No, and we'll talk about that in a second. But like <laughs> the impulse is these teams, they go and hire away coordinators who coordinated good units, which is fair. I, I, I guess you start there and I'm not in the interviews with these guys, so I don't know, like, what they sound like, like how I'm not like getting coached by these guys. So I don't know like what kind of qualities they have, but just to speak broadly, like the qualities that make you a good coordinator don't always translate to making you a good head coach. Like there are some guys who can be great head coaches and there are some guys who can be great coordinators and they're just going to suck as a head coach. Cause whatever it is, I can't, whatever the intangibles are, the leadership, the ability to carry your room, the ability to be, you know, you have to like, it's not just like being able to scheme up a good offense and then get guys to scheme up a good defense. Like that's how people kind of put it. Like when like a good offensive coach gets hired, like, oh, cool. Then you just got a good defensive coordinator and then you're, you're fine because they'll just do one half and he'll do the other half. And it's like, no, like the head coach has to run the whole team, run the roster, like keep everything together. Like there's more to it than just scheming. And some guys can have a great football <laughs> mind and not be cut out for it which is stupid for dumb radio guy who's never played football to say, but like, that's the fact of the matter. So that doesn't always work, which is why on one hand, I don't want to hate on it too much. When you see a guy like Matt LeFleur who didn't coach a good unit, like the Titans didn't have like some great offense. Mm. Like I almost don't want to hate because you know, people are giving a lot of crap. It's like, Oh, like everybody's trying to chase the next Sean McVay, which is true. But it's the idea that, you know, like the Redskins, that offense, they weren't, you know, that was not like this when Sean McVay was, I mean, I had my man, Kirk Cousins, but they weren't this, you know, they weren't this like amazing, like you got to get a piece of this offense. You know, you got to hire everyone, everybody on, you know, on Jay Gruden's staff. But he, he has something like whatever those intangibles are, he has them. And plus he it turns out he is like a, he's a very good mind. I mean, he's. Like, it's very innovative, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like I said, this is my specialty, but, you know, like, just looking in, like, it wasn't like they hired him just because, like, oh, the Redskins had, like, a top five offense this year. Let's get their coordinator in here. Or that could literally be the thinking. Yeah, but that's not, but that wasn't thinking with him because they didn't have that great offense. They had a good offense, they didn't have a great offense, but obviously they saw something in Sean McVay. They went beyond that and they brought that in. And it's worked out for them so far. So far, you know, a year and a half in, but it's worked out so far. And that's kind of changing the model, right? So that's why I'm like, I don't know, like maybe, maybe LaFleur showed something. Maybe they're like, oh, this guy is like a leader of men. Is he like 35 though? Like, and then I want to talk about. There's, there's nothing, there's no documented evidence that he's a leader of men. No, but like, I'm saying like, <laughs> ma like, but like when Sean McVay got hot, but like, I'm saying like, it's not just a matter of like hire a really good coordinator and hope it works out. It's my point. Like hire somebody who coordinate a really good unit because that's proven time and time again. That's not necessarily it. Like, yeah, C Seahawks, great defense. Get Gus Bradley in there. How'd that go? 
Didn't go great. Wasn't a great head coach. Went back. He's with the Chargers now. They got a good defense now because he's good at coaching up defenses. So it's almost like teams can get like a decent, like can almost get like a good deal on getting a good coordinator when these guys get fired inevitably. Like Todd Bowles is going to be the DC in Tampa now. So that's like a get for Tampa because he was a very good defensive coordinator when he was in Arizona. And it's not like you just lose that. So you probably just go do that again and be fine at it and help up their defense. But it's just like. It also feels like teams are like kind of rushing to hire these guys now because they're afraid they're going to lose them because somebody else is going to hire them. Like the Buccaneers made Dirk Cutter their head coach. Because I remember because they were afraid that Dirk Cutter was going to go somewhere else if they didn't hire him. You have like these like. Like it feels like half these guys are getting hired have like barely any experience, or at least like like they're not like seasoned coordinators. Like what was Matt Lafleur? He was an offensive coordinator for one year. Fred Kitchens, who just got hired with the Browns, he started out the year as I think the running backs coach. He was some kind of assistant. Got promoted under Todd after Todd Haley got fired, and then now he's a head coach because they don't want to lose him. And it, I don't know. Like it just I I don't know. And then on the other hand of it though. On the other, excuse me. On the other side of it, you know, they. I mean, you know, the like the Buccaneers probably have the best hire just because they got Bruce Arians. So I'm like, well, that's a known commodity and it's a known good commodity. It's not like how the Jets are probably going to end up hiring Mike McCarthy. Well, I'm like, oh, good, great, great. Have fun running an offense from Madden '99. Enjoy <laughs> your enjoy yourself, Sam Darnold, running eight plays. That'll be a fun offense. That'll be that, <laughs> wait. Then he can ruin the entire career of Sander. Yeah, that'll be like that'll be like a t- two days of OTAs is all you need. Uh, two days of passing. And camp. then history will repeat itself. Yeah, like two days of passing camp. It's fine. That's all you need. And, and that's like the only job itself. that Mike McCarthy is even interviewing for. He's like, that's the only job I want. Only yeah. want to coach the Jets. But it's like so. I'm not even saying like. Oh God. Because like it's not like there are like like there are coaches who had head coaching experience, but they're not good. Like, kind of like roaming around out there. So, like, Bruce Arians was a get. I don't know how they did that. I thought he left Arizona because he had, like, health problems. I guess those are done. I guess he's fine now. But, like, you don't look at that. So, it's either you hire the bad retreads. You get these guys who you're trying to make sure don't go anywhere. So, you got to promote them. Or you... You go get the or then you have the Broncos who hired who hired you know Fan Fangio Fangio how do you pronounce it I Fan, think that's something Fan, like that Fangio yeah the defensive coordinator from the Bears who has been a good defensive coordinator he was a defensive coordinator with Harbaugh in San Francisco they had a good defense those years it's good def- I mean the Bears had a great defense this year but then I look at him and I'm like on the flip side of all these like really young guys you're hiring. The, he's 60. Why has nobody made him a head coach until now? Like, not that I have no, like, the, not that I'm a, you know, a scholar on the career trajectory of Vic Fandigo, Vic Fangio, but, like, yeah, like, when I see that, I'm like, all right, yeah. Why was that guy not a head coach? Like, what, what, what changed? Like, did he not have it? Did he just not want to be one until now? And now he has the offers coming in because he had a because he had a good defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, he's sixty. What? 
Like, are 60-year-olds typically inclined to learn a whole new kind of job? Uh, as 60? A whole new, like, much higher stress, more higher responsibility job. It's just like, I look at that, I'm like, okay, like... Like I said, I'm not in the interviews with these guys. Like, I don't I don't get coached by these guys. Maybe I'm an idiot and I have no idea what I'm talking about because I don't see these guys. I'm not at practice. I don't know what they're actually like. Maybe Vic Fangio is, like, the most inspiring guy in the world and he gets you ready to go and he'll be a great – he's just been waiting for his moment to be a head coach. This is not, like, an indictment of him specifically. It's just more the circumstance is what I'm looking at. And when you want to wonder, like, the number one thing that, like, the NFL lacks, I think that the coaching dearth is more detrimental than the QB dearth. I think if, like, you gave every team really good head coaches, that would make a bigger difference than giving every team, like, okay coaches and really good quarterbacks. So I think when you get the really good coach, like, you get the operation, then the whole team can be, you know, just, the whole organization can be humming a lot better. But, I mean... Yeah, like he's like he's sixty. Like what? Where? Not to keep harping on him, but like you know, why wasn't he a good head coaching candidate till now? Was it just that his defenses average? You know, less point gave up less points per game, so now he's ready. Like now, now you think he's a guy who can lead your whole franchise? It's like, uh, like it's better than when they hired Vance Joseph, who wasn't even a good defensive coordinator. That one never, that one never made sense to me. I never got that. Like he wasn't even good. He'd only been a DC for like a year. And then it's like, you'd think that, and then, you know, the other avenue would be, you'd think, hire, you know, good college coaches, not Cliff Kingsbury, who got fired from Texas Tech, like, four months ago. Like, he was, remember this, Jordan, he wasn't good enough for Texas Tech, but he's good enough for the Arizona Cardinals. That's absolutely. I think about that. Yep. Like, that, that, that's, what they have, that's what they have to sell to their fans. I was telling you because college football teams are much more better ran yeah. than NFL teams. Yeah, and like that's the thing. Like <laughs> you'd think, like yeah, like the next, the next. Like obviously, the standards are much higher. Yeah, like the next move is you go get like the really good college football coaches because at least you know that they can like run a program, like they can like you know be at the top of a football team and succeed. Obviously, it's a whole different dynamic, and you deal, you know, you have to deal with like you know, adults, not, you know, stu- I mean, they're adults, but, you know, not, like, grown men who are worried about contracts, et cetera. Or fam- like, it's a completely different dynamic. It's more challenging in a lot of ways. But at least you know that they can, you know, be at the top of the, you know, the top of the food chain and do it. But, yeah, none of these guys want to go. <laughs> like, Lincoln Riley is act- was actively curving teams this offseason. Like, the Jets tried to reach out to him, and he wouldn't interview with him with them he doesn't want to leave Oklahoma why would he and then 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 Oklahoma gave him a big extension like a day like that day tell me I'm going to leave my wonderful state job coaching this football program with pensions and benefits and health care and I'm just going to keep getting (laughs) and I know just because we're Oklahoma and I'm Lincoln Riley we're going to keep getting great recruits year after year and we're just going to constantly be in the conversation and that could be a more important part in these people's life that I'm coaching than any NFL coach ever would be to go, yeah, to go, <laughs> to go coach the Jets, where I could conceivably have like two bad years and then be out. Yep. And then I have to go. <laughs> then you know, I have to go back to college, coach like the, a Texas Tech or something, try to work my way back up to where I am now. Yeah. No, I, I literally, like, I thought about this this morning. 
is Chip Kelly the last like top tier college coach we're gonna see leave college go to the pros for a long time? Yeah, like one hundred percent. Like people were like, oh, like Dabo Sweeney could go to team in the NFL. Why would he? No what? zero incentive. So why would like it's just like exactly, <laughs> and that is to the massive detriment of the NFL. And yep. By the way, the NFL has had a great year, which I want to talk about later, but that is massively to the detriment of the NFL. Like, so you, you can't go get these guys because, yeah, they'd rather coach college. Like, the, the top guys. Yep. So you can have Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> you can have Cliff Kingsbury. Have fun with Cliff Kingsbury. You can have him. You know, USC didn't want to give him up, but you can have him, I guess. Yeah. Wasn't like once again, wasn't good enough for Texas Tech. Good enough for the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Have fun with that with your with your freaking first Josh Rosen. Have fun with that developing him. By the way, the Cardinals who last year hired a guy. They did. Hired, oh wow, they did. Hired Steve Wilkes, who was a position coach. That's like you've seen all these position coaches getting hired, which I don't feel like has been a thing for a while. Like I just I don't I don't know like once again like I don't know these guys maybe they're really bright but like I I don't get the thinking behind hiring a positional coach to be your head coach because it's you hiring guys who have never ran a like half of a team ran a third of a team if you're you know if you're, sorry so so sorry Papa Bill so, mm-hmm. there's three parts of football not there's two three. there's yes. three parts <laughs> three equally important parts mm-hmm. don't want to get tased again it's a trifecta but. Yeah, like, you're going to bring that guy in and be like, okay, run the whole team now. I don't know. Maybe this guy is some unheralded genius. But, like, that doesn't work. And then they fire him. Like, well, what are you doing firing him? What did you expect? Like, you made your bet on that. Like, I think, like, when these teams pull the trigger, like, fire these guys earlier than they probably should, but their coaching hires I didn't like in the first place. I don't really know how to feel. <laughs> other than, like, wow, you're really dysfunctional. <laughs> like, I always want to, like, just point and laugh at the dysfunction and try to have a concrete opinion because, like, well, yeah, I didn't like Vance Joseph to begin with, but you're going to fire him after two years? How do you think that's going to work out for you? Like, literally, it's like, I laughed at the hire at the beginning, now I laughed at itself. I guess I'm just taking a victory lap? Basically. Like, I thought the Steve Wilkes hire was stupid, like, and then look, it doesn't work out. Now you're firing him a year later, and then you go and hire Cliff Kingsbury. And then the current O-line coach on the Steelers, he's getting interviews. Mike Bun check or something. Like, these teams just saw Steve Wilkes just do it up and they're like, all right, we got to get the next Steve Wilkes. Like, I know it's, like, kind of silly for me to go, like, oh, well, he had this position on this team, so that, you know, the next guy who has that position on this team is, like, doomed to be just like that guy. I know that's kind of silly, but, like, you do you get it from, like, an optics perspective? Yeah. Like, especially when you're, like, hiring, like, position coaches. Like, yeah, like, I get, like, a couple of Seattle defensive coordinators getting hired in a row. Like, fine. Like, Gus Bradley got hired. Didn't work out. Dan Quinn got hired. Dan Quinn's an idiot. They made a Super Bowl. Dan Quinn's still a bad coach and is an idiot. But fine. Like, it... Like, why Why is the Steelers offensive coordinators... Offense... Excuse me. Offensive line coach. Why is that now, like, a breeding ground for coaches? Like, it's just like... I, and then, also, I my heart goes out to these teams because there was eight teams that needed coaches. Mm-hmm. And one of them had Aaron Rodgers, and yet that team doesn't have the best hire. Nope. Which is crazy. 
Think about that. Like, the Buccaneers. Excuse me. Are we in agreement that Arians is a better coach than Lafleur? Yes. Like, the the if I told you at the beginning of the all like well not to be like when this after the coaches all got fired I'm like oh yeah no the Buccaneers are gonna come out of this looking way better than the Packers let me tell you that was crazy I think uh, guys I think guys would be lining up to coach the Packers I'll I'll be like eh, I mean I mean we all we all know the Packers are the most probably the most inept organization in the NFL besides the Steelers well they're not they're not the most inept but like the most inept when it comes to, like squandering talent yeah like other teams like. Well, that's that's worse than just being regularly that's inept. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's, <laughs> you, that you that you recognize the talent, but you just go. Eh. But no, it's like, it's like, like Arians is the kind of guy that the that the Packers need. Like that's a team that's ready to go now. You don't need, or they they, they need to be trying because they have that Aaron Rodgers window. But like, you don't want to get like a guy. You don't want to like let a guy like break himself. You don't need to like break in a new coach. You need to get like somebody who's like seasoned, like knows what he's doing. Then you bring in Matt LeFleur, and then Arians goes like, Arians would have been the perfect coach for the Packers. <laughs> now he's going to the Buccaneers. Like, what, to, what's going To build a machine. But no, but like, he got, like, <laughs> to got, challenge the NFC South. Like, you got Todd Bowles in there, you got Byron <laughs> Leftwich as the OC. Oh, man, NFC South is going to be a great division. In that, a I mean, like years. that. Like, that's probably going to work. Like, I am, I am a big believer. Bruce Arians made Carson Palmer work. Like, that's all you need to know. Homie made Carson Palmer work. He went to the NFC Championship game with Carson Palmer. That's 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 magic. That is magic. I think, don't think that man can make anything happen with Jameis Winston. <laughs> Young, talented Jameis Winston. He's gonna try. I mean, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna try. Or next year he gets to pick a quarterback. Yeah. Or next year he gets to choose who his quarterback is. Like, all right, we're done with this. Let's go with Tua or something. Get get Tua in here. We'll get trade up. It's just like, yeah, like I said at the beginning of the show, I kind of hate every coaching hire that every team does ever because I just don't know where to go. Yeah, I hate every coaching hire, which is why I kind of circle back and I'm like, ah, maybe the idea of Josh McDaniels being the head coach isn't so bad. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I like I, I try to not be into that, but like, ah, maybe that doesn't sound like when I really think when I'm like, okay, what's well, either that or they can go try to hire like some tight ends coach somewhere. <laughs> Like whoever gets fired from coaching like Purdue. Yeah. Like the DB coach from Purdue. <laughs> like Yeah. So let's 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 interview the DN coach for Wake Forest. Like they had, no. a, they had a couple of sacks apiece over there. This guy's NFL material. Let's get him in here. Let's get him to run the show. Yep. Like is that far off though? Like, are we no, off? it's really not. Like, like once That's like, actually true. Like, once like this cycle of coaches doesn't work because they all just chase trends, which is probably dumb. Like, you just need to find like the best guy, regardless of where it is. Which is why I feel stupid like being like, oh well, you hire the guy who had the same job as the other guy. That's dumb. Because like in the end, like you just you just got because in the end, like you don't know. You have to keep going till you find like just the guy, and you don't know where you're gonna find him. In the end, like you can be like John Harbaugh, who's like a special teams coordinator. Turns out he's one of the better coaches in the Whoa, NFL. What are you talking about, man? That's the Holy Trinity. So that's the third part. <laughs> so it's almost like I can't discount. <laughs> you can't. But no, but the team's like, but instead, you know, they're kind of dumb and they're just going to follow the trends and be like, oh, well, this team had success hiring a guy like this. So let's mm-hmm. hire a guy like this. So maybe because so, he was a special teams coordinator, he had this, 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 this vantage point no, so unexplored. Like, so like, well, I do think there is some value to a special teams coordinator being a head coach. That's a whole thing. But. Like, no, like, seriously, though, like, maybe, like, 
like the next idea is like, well, hiring position coaches doesn't work. Let's hire college coordinators from good teams. Maybe they'll come be our head coaches. Maybe. Like, maybe. Like, maybe that's what they do next. And then if one team does it, they'll all do it. And then, like, one team will hire, like, Herm Edwards and... <laughs> it's just all a joke. It's Tom Thibodeau will be a coach somehow. Who we bring in a bunch of former b- bulls to play on the <laughs> play in the secondary? <laughs> We'd be like, "Hey, Luau Dang's gonna be our free safety." Mm. <laughs> like I, I, I just, I, I don't know. An athlete's an athlete. <laughs> Baller's ball, man. <laughs> like I, I just like I, I don't know what to make of it, dude. Like it's just, it, it's, it's all dumb. It's all dumb. And they're all hiring these. Like they're rushing to hire these guys. That's what gets me more. Like, I didn't expect us to have all five five of the eight coaching vacancies closed and done with by now. Like, were guys lining up to hire Matt LeFleur? Uh, maybe. Like I said, like, none of these guys are from the playoffs, are from teams in the playoffs. Like you say, we have no idea how the interview process works. But, like, so, usually they wait so they can interview guys on playoff as, teams. As far as I'm concerned, literally the janitor can be interviewing head coach. We have no idea how it works. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, but it's like... Like, like, you don't want to wait and get somebody who's on a playoff team. Don't interview one of them. Nope. Nope. No. You just. I mean, well, I guess. I guess the the logic is is that well, if they made the playoffs, they're just gonna stay because they have something worth building. That's be a. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, mean, like, I guess nope, that's like, the thinking. Like, really thinking. I Titans, can Titans were a game away from the wild card. That's good enough for us. Gotta get a piece of that. Gotta get some of that Lafleur action. LaFleur is going to go like 14 and 2 next year now. Packers are going to be a unit. Like, <laughs> Packers are going to win the Super Bowl Lafleur, next year. LaFleur is going to call in. Oh, boy. Be coach of the year. But like, it's not even like I said, like, I'm not hating on these specific people. Like, I'm not telling you that, like, Matt LaFleur is going to crash you. Because I don't know. But it's just like the thinking that I feel like goes into these hires, look, it just feels dumb. And like I said, did I say it on air? Maybe. My thing about if you just say every coach hire is bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was on air? Yes. Yeah. If you just say every coach hire is bad, you're probably going to turn out batting more than 500. And it's like, God, like a fourth of the league is hiring coaches. Mm-hmm. Like, how, like teams like decided not to fire their coaches because they knew it would be pointless. Like the Panthers were like, oh, we're not really too into Ron Rivera anymore. But like, he'd probably be like the number one candidate if we fired him. And then we'd just be picking the scraps with everybody else. I don't want to do that. We're not going to come out of that better. Just told Cam Newton to suffer. But no, but like, what the, what's the alternative? The alternative, what, you bring in Mike Moonchuck? Ooh. Bring, in the, bring in the old line coordinator from the Steelers? Mike McCarthy take, goes down to, to North Carolina. He sees <laughs> what he can do in Baker <sighs> America Stadium. Like, like this, what are they doing? Like, what are these guys it's dumb. Like it's it's all so he can squander put the whatever potential Cam Newton has left. <laughs> exactly. But no, it's just like oh, I Jesus. just I, I I just don't get it, dude. Like I just I don't I don't like I I don't mean to keep harping on it, but like I just like it's gonna be college coordinators. Like that's just gonna become the next trend because none of the head coaches are gonna leave if the college coordinators decide to leave. They probably, I mean, maybe they will. Because obviously, like the head coaches. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's it's literally the same deal. You know, I could I could almost see Saban leaving. No, you keep saying that. You see, I can, <laughs> I can almost see it. 
if only, and maybe it's like a little bit of fatigue from the national championship. But if only because it doesn't matter. They'll just no, be back next no, year. No, but if, but but anything because I'm watching it and I'm like, like 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 the, like Alabama could win this, and at this point when they win, it just feels like a blip on the radar. It's like oh, they won again. Good for the good for, like. Here's the point. Here's my one point because I did want to just get into this quick before we go to break because we're gonna do an extra long episode today before we get into the, the break. The one argument for it is that. What would help Nick Saban's legacy more if he stayed at Alabama, won like three or four more national championships, just kept breaking records there, or if he went to the NFL and won just one Super Bowl, just one, like what would help his legacy more in terms of being like an all-time coach? I'm still saying he needs he needs to grind Alabama a bit more. Right, but like, what does that do? Okay, maybe he does a bit more, but like, eventually, like, yeah, he he probably can be. Like, I don't know what he is in the record, but he can probably become like the winningest coach in college football history. But like, at a certain point, these 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 championships kind of feel hollow in a weird way. Yeah, just kind of like, well, yeah, you kind of just built this like power this factory that just brings the best recruits in, spits them out. They get drafted in the first round. You bring them in. You spit them out. They get drafted in the first round. They just keep doing it over and over again. Like are you if, it, if it ain't broke. <laughs> no, but that like it's not important. It's not like it's not like Nick Saban wins every year. And I'm like, wow, Nick Saban just keeps like it's like, it's like I kind of feel like he's just he's just he's like he's done everything he could conceivably do at Alabama besides like become the winningest football coach college football coach ever. Like that's all he can do at this point. Yeah, then he, he goes for that and then and then he see how he feels afterwards. But no, I'm saying like, even if he did that and then stopped, you'd still be like if you were like, Nick Saban is one of the greatest football coaches of all time. You'd be like, ah, but he crashed, he burned in the NFL. Like, that's what comes up. Any time. Any time you try to make an argument about Nick Saban. Being like one of the best coaches of all time. Comes up. Well, crash, burn in the NFL. That's what I'm saying. If he went. I mean, but like, in all fairness, it's like. Dolphin's so, job is open. So so he, he so he goes back to the NFL. Yeah. And, just wins. and, he, and, he, and he crashes and burns again. But just wins one Super Bowl. Or or he doesn't want a Super Bowl at all, and he just crashes, burns yeah, maybe, again. I mean, yeah, obviously. And then and then it's like, like well, Alabama could fall apart too, but at least he tried. Yeah, Alabama's not falling apart. I mean, probably not. You're right, but like you get it though. Like, but yeah, but like you have to he, get rid of football for Alabama like, to fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if if he wanted to do like if that is like if being like an all time great football coach is what's important to him, which maybe it is. That would be the last thing. It's like how I feel like Belichick is never going to walk out with Brady because probably like the number one thing in the world Belichick wants to do at this point is win a Super Bowl without Brady. Like, I bet you that if Belichick could get Brady to retire tomorrow, he would. Just so he could try to win without him. Because at this point, it adds nothing to Belichick's legacy to win with Brady. I mean... Jason Bill Belichick's case specifically, yes, but like Nick Saban, it's like yeah. well, yeah, like well, yeah, it's like same there, argument. There, like, there's, like there's, three there's, more Super Bowls with Brady would mean less to Belichick's legacy than one than one without him, no matter who the quarterback is. Yeah, but like I mean, I guess like eight Super Bowls is kind of an absurd amount of Super Bowls, but, but so like, is six. But like, 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 what's the? What's, my question is like, what's the point? Like, what's the point of Nick Saban going to the NFL? Just to, like, like, what does he have to prove? Like honestly, like I go to the NFL. Like that like legacy is important to some of these guys. Like I 
I think I think I think sitting there in Alabama for another sure. five years and grinding another sure. four national championship game is way more prestigious you than see, winning the Super Bowl. You see, I don't. Not at this point. Not when he just like not when he does it, and I'm like, oh, cool, they did it. Oh, that's good for them. Like when it doesn't even matter anymore. When he just kind of just kind of, keeps kind of like arbitrarily like climbing these ladders. It's just like I I don't know. Like that would mean more to me. Like you could argue that Nick Saban is the best football coach of all time. Pure football coach. If he went to the NFL, and won a Super Bowl. If he just keeps grinding out about Alabama, I don't think that adds that much to his case at this point. Because it just happens there now. I mean, well, it will, we have to ask: Does he really care? I don't like. I don't know if he does. I don't think he cares. Like, I, like <laughs> I, I assume that all these coaches, like all these top tier, like best of all time guys, have the j- biggest egos. Like I just assume that. I feel like you need to succeed at that level, and that with that big I mean, ego, I, th- I, I think he. I think he did at one point. Oh, but he's like, still, oh he's, I mean, he's still like Nick Saban is a massive ego. Come on, you see the way that guy carries himself. Yeah, but that like after a while, it's like okay, like this doesn't even like you just get used to it. No, that has to be like that. Like, what else matters then? Then why does he even keep staying? He has the money. He doesn't need the money. I mean, he just really likes it. Yeah, he's just proving that he can keep winning. Yeah, and just, I'm just saying, like, he has nothing to prove there anymore. There's nothing for Nick Saban to prove it. All he can do is lose in the national championship game and made fun of for it, frankly. Which it doesn't matter because he's going to go back next year. Yeah, but then he loses and you're like, ah, ha, ha, Nick Saban. But when he wins, so, people are like. So Alabama's only won every national championship game this decade, basically. Yeah, but like literally. He can, except like, for like three. But they can just win like every other national championship game and just yeah. like, okay. Hey. They'll, they'll only win a national championship every other year. Like clockwork. Yeah. Good for like. R- it's like r- routinely. Bama's going to be back there next year. Exactly. It's just it's just a certain it's it's guaranteed. Just, just at a certain point, you're just like I bet right. my I literally bet my life on it. <laughs> do something else, Nick. Like it's just like do do something else, Nick. You will Saban. see Alabama in the BCS playoffs. Yeah, like just <laughs> do something else, Nick Saban. I don't know. Does going 15 and 0 matter to him? Because he's not going to be the first guy to do it now. Mm. Yeah, does that matter? Like it's just like like I like I said I don't know what matters to him. Just like I don't know what matters to Belichick. I'm just assuming because I assume these guys have massive egos because I assume you have to to be that successful. To be that like to be on that level. Well, I, I guess I guess I guess like my the way I view it is like yeah, you, you. you you get you get great at yeah, something. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Me and you, if we yeah. were able to settle it, I'd just be there. Like I'm I'm not yeah. questioning. I'm not tempting <laughs> fate. I'm not like if, what if I get to, like a certain point in like this industry. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna grind. You know, I just get my show in Boston. I'm just doing it. Yeah, I'm just gonna have my family. I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna do what I like at a high level, and I'm fine. Like, I mean, I mean, is, is, is it wrong to assume that Nick Saban feels that same way? I don't think he does. Like, I, I just can't fathom like a guy like that being content. Like a guy who get like like a guy who gets so angry if you ask him a question he doesn't like. Like a guy who thinks that highly of himself. Who who is that? Just like obsessive? No. I can't. I can't imagine. I can't imagine myself thinking like that guy. So I can't imagine that guy thinking like me. So I have to assume we do the opposite of what I do. Like, not yes, necessarily. I mean, not even the opposite. Something different. Because <laughs> yes, I would sit at Alabama and just keep getting the championships, keep cashing my checks. But guess what? I don't have the wherewithal to get to that point. I mean, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, human psyche is interesting. I mean, maybe he can literally just say there. It's like, well, I can just sit here. And talk shit. You see, I just don't and, and and no one will ever say anything to me because they can't. See, I maybe just, maybe it's literally like, just that I comfort. I just think that legacy Is matters it? to guys when they get to that point. Like when you when you get to that point where like now you're kind of in, like 
once you've had that much success, and, and also like legacy has to be the only thing that matters to you at that point. And why, you, why is Brady still playing? Brady doesn't need to keep playing. She's doing it. Kyler just wants to prove something. I don't know what. Proving everything. I don't. Well, you have to ask yourself, like, what's what? How much difference is it to be the best college football coach of all time and the best football coach of all time? It's a huge difference. Is it really? It's a huge difference. It's absolutely. A really? That's a whole different epsilon of guys. It's a really? Yes, absolutely. Because what? Like I said, what? What do people bring up with Nick Saban? What is the one thing he hasn't proven to anybody? He can coach in the NFL. If he can do that, but like, then that's it. You've locked it. You've locked it down. You've half done. the damn NFL can't coach in the NFL. I know. Which so, maybe he's looking so at the maybe maybe, maybe, we look- should, maybe, we, maybe the problem is we should start stop killing Nick Saban for it. Maybe, because because only like five people can coach in the NFL. But maybe he's looking at it and he's like, oh wow, yeah, I could do that. I'm, I'm a better choice than than Cliff Kingsbury. At best, he'll be like Pete Carroll. I don't know. Man. Pete Carroll won a Super Bowl. <laughs> there you go. I mean, Pete Carroll's got some credit for that. If Pete Carroll didn't have near the, like, just, like, I'm just saying, like, if he did that, just won one, went and coached, like, Green Bay. Well, they should be considering, like, I was like, they should be considering Nick Saban for the Green Bay job. He should be, he should be on their list. Yeah, but there's no rational reason why he'll do it. But I'm just saying, like, I'm <laughs> giving you the what the reason would be. Like, maybe he doesn't think this, we're just arguing over what a man, not, neither of <laughs> us have ever spoken to you, prioritizes. <laughs> yes. But I'm saying, like, if. There was a set of priorities that would lead him to the NFL. That would be it. That's my point. Yeah. And I think that is a rational set of priorities. I guess. Now, whether or not those... To, to, to throw everything, to, to potentially damage his legacy. It wouldn't damage his legacy. It wouldn't. Like, it really wouldn't be like, oh, you can't go to the NFL. Tried twice. I don't know. Like, it just feels <laughs> like, like the risk-reward... Like, the risk is they're like, wow, he can't go to the NFL. We all knew that. And the reward is, oh, this guy might actually be the best coach of all time. Like, it's like... Eh. Then he just goes and makes another program huge, and everyone wants to go play for him because he's Nick Saban, and he's fine. He'll land on his feet. Like, I think Nick Saban has like another bad stint in the NFL. He doesn't land on his feet. Are you kidding me? Like, so those are my thoughts on Nick Saban. And even still with Nick Saban, like it, it just seems like he didn't even really want to coach in the NFL. I mean, maybe. Like, I, like I said, like I don't know. Maybe he just. He, he, I don't know. We don't. We don't know. Like I said, like I don't. I'm just trying. You know, I'm speaking, you know, <laughs> purely and just yeah. like, what you have to do. Like it's just like I. I just. I don't know. Like, if there was a reason for that man to leave Alabama, that would be it. Like that would be it. Like, otherwise, otherwise, there's no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no like. If 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 Nick Saban is not chasing his own ghost, then he's going to remain at Alabama yeah, for the rest it. of his days. But like a lot of these guys are chasing yeah. their own ghosts. <laughs> a lot of us are chasing our own ghosts. Yeah. So. That's all you got. Like, it's a lonely world out there, Jordan. Sometimes all you got for company is your shadow. Yeah, sometimes your shadow ain't worth it, though. And I think think for Nick Saban, that shadow is not worth it. I mean, either way, like, he's fine. Yeah. Either way, he retires and he has tens of millions of dollars. And he's set for life. Like I said, like, he doesn't need to be coaching right now, but he's still doing it. So, obviously, like, there's something there. Like, something's driving him besides, like, you know, money. Maybe he just likes coaching college football. Yeah. Maybe it's literally as simple as like he literally cannot picture himself doing anything else. See, I just, so I just, out of habit, he's just gonna keep doing. See, it. I just can't see Nick Saban just being like, ah, oh, this is fun to me. I just do this for like I just do this because it's fun. Like I, I just, I just can't. I, just, I think that guy carry himself like a guy who's in it for fun. Yeah, you can, you can have fun. Yeah, I think Nick Saban has a lot of fun. I'm sometimes. sure he has a lot of fun, but does he look like a guy who's like, I'm doing this because I'm having fun. 
Like, no, that, that, that man's driven by something. Like, like I said, like, those guys, there's just something different in their head that's driving them that none of us will ever understand. And I'm not saying, like, they're better than us or anything, but just a different kind of drive. Yeah, I guess. To be, like, the best in the world <laughs> at something like that. <laughs> So we're not psychologists, so we can literally we no. can't we can't unpack this any further. No, but like just, to just be like wild the, speculation. To be the best in the, like there's something else in your head that's different than, you know, me who wants to give my opinions to people. Or you who wants to do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Whatever it is. Like we would be content. Be very content in like the middle of this profession. Um. I don't know. I just I just don't see any reason why he wouldn't. He is oh, like just, said, he like, just wouldn't be chilling. There's there's one there's what see this guys like that don't have chill. And that's it. I don't know. Those are my thoughts on that. You've been listening to the stage experience. We're gonna wrap it up there. We're not gonna do the wild card stuff. It's pointless. I'm not gonna do. Who do you think is the offensive rookie of the year? I'm gonna do that. Anyway, you've been listening to the stadium experience with. Maybe we'll do it next week. You've been listening to the stadium experience with. We're gonna recap the wild card next week. Yep. You've been listening to the stadium experience with Jake Elmsley on 90.7 WXIN. Jordan Moment, been here alongside me. Look for that. Uh, look for that Belichick youth camp. We'll find it. We'll be back next week, 4 to 6 p.m., right here, Wednesday, 4 to 6 p.m., right here on 90.7 WXAN. I am happy to be back. This was a good show, Jordan. It was. I enjoyed being here. This was a great time. Glad we made it. Glad we were able to fight the powers that be Mm -hmm. to air today. (laughs) But we're here. Had a great time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Be back next week. Hopefully the Patriots are still alive. Probably not. not. We'll see. Yeah, according to you, they're not going to be here. So... (laughs) Have a good weekend, everybody. Have a good week, and we will see you next time.